I don't know about you, but as for me, the question has already been answered. Should we be here? Yes. yes. The business of culture, any culture, is to perpetuate its cultural models. And if the hallucinogenic plants have not been integrated into the cultural model, then they are definitely seen as dangerous forces for an unpredictable sort of social change. Welcome, ladies, gentlemen, non-binary, sentient, artificial intelligence, flora and fauna alike, to the Hoosier sophisticate it's not the morning show. I'm it's the primetime show. I wouldn't know. I am a robot. Just kidding. It's me, Steve. It's you? <laughs> it's me. It's not an artificial intelligence <sighs> Steve, bot well, news, what Steve. What do we got planned tonight? <clears throat> I don't know. We got a friend in the studio. It's Monday night. We're getting weird. We're doing this. We're doing one of these. We're doing this. I don't know. We're just going to do one of these, maybe. Maybe we'll do one of these. Hit me with the desktop audio. Someone, quick. Someone, hit that desktop hit audio. Hit that desktop audio. Somebody hit me with it now. Hit it, Seth. There it is. There it is. That's how you get Monday started right. Our Twitch stream might be uh, acting funky. Everything Our Twitch might be might acting funky. funky. Everything might be acting funky. <laughs> Technology almost got the better of my guy today. He almost uh, Hulk smashed my uh, computer, our computer across the room, which you don't want to do that, bud. You don't want to do that, guy. You don't want to smash everything we, that you know got us here. You don't want to do that. <laughs> I have a hard time. Uh, yeah, I know. AI, I saw that. AI giving me the business, bud. Uh-oh. I see what he's doing here. I don't appreciate going through. it. I wouldn't even try that tonight. I'm not, try, I'm not, I'm not that tonight. doing that tonight. Alan probably is wrecking it. everything for us right now. Alan, Craig, we have a special guest on we the have, show. We're going to get to that in a minute. We have our two friends over here. We do. Can we can we say hi to them? They're in the do two cam a, chat if you want to. Oh, there they are. Look at them. Hi, guys. I'm back. As you can see, I've been in quarantine for a long time. Yeah, uh, sorry about, sorry oh, about that. Right. Uh, uh, so I've been in quarantine for a while. It's good to be back. I missed the last two shows. As you can see, my hair is a little longer. I am officially a COVID survivor, so that feels good. Glad to have you back. I'm glad yeah, I feel, you know, it buddy. feels like something's like just done and out Desktop of the way. Buddy. You know, when you're waiting for it, like your turn and then it's finally your turn and you get to do it and you're done. Yeah. How, how I'm going to go. How was um, it? Dude, I, I, um, because I'm a healthy person, I live a healthy lifestyle, I guess. And I guess blood type also kind of matters in this situation. This thing sucks. But uh, yeah, that's itchy. I don't that know how you wear that for so long. Madman. So I live this thing. Here's what we're going to do. But yeah, I had very mild symptoms. But uh. give people. Well, I'm glad Seth's back. Seth, I'm glad you're. I'm glad you're well. Hey, Seth's alive, everybody. We're joined by a very I love you too, guest. Craig's we wife. We also have. Oh, uh, hold on. Miss. We, we have, have some tips. <laughs> we have some tips for the. You uh, got a tip for me? OMMJ uh, industry. Darren, oh. Darren the Dare Lion. Dare Lion back at us. it. Darren the Dare Lion's back at it, bud. Oh, man. Uh, good and for so him. Uh, I'll tell you what we're going to do. He's one of my favorites. Uh, we are going to, I'm, I'm just, I need to get it out. All right. I got to get it out. Bud. Bobby knighted that thing across I, I, the place here, bud. You should have. <laughs> bounce pass. Bounce pass. I should have thrown it. I should have. Yeah, we I, watched above the rim. We watched, uh, boy, did we have uh, a weekend, The coach, we the coach, we really understood where he was going. Uh, a happy birthday to your bouncing baby boy. We had a good time. 11 years old. We had the, uh. Mm. 
had 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 a good old time. Were we were you Great we ran time. through a gauntlet of just underappreciated nineties movies. Cliffhanger, yep. MacGruber, MacGruber, um, Above the Rim, Above the Rim. Uh, uh, what else? We Miss watched? March, Miss March, yeah. <laughs> And uh, uh, what was the first? The Patriot. I uh, got and the Fast tail Times. End. Fast Times at Ridgemont. Fast Times at Ridgemont. So I mean, we we did probably we the most hard. movies I've ever seen in one city. Wild dudes. We are a wild, <laughs> crazy wild bunch. Uh, the ladies were out. This we shotgun a beer with our new buddy Skittles. 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 I love him. Skittles <laughs> goes live in our page almost every night from his bathtub and shotguns beers. And I got to tell you, I like what the guy's bringing to the table, bud. Bring it to the table, I'm bud. I'm a big fan of what he's bringing. Bring to the it table. to the table, bud. Um, so uh, what we're going to do is I think we should probably start out what are we gonna with, do, our, Bob? Uh, with our new uh, Darren, the Dare Lion video. He came into the studios earlier. Uh, I haven't seen this off, yet. He dropped it off. He filmed this from his office. Um, Did so we share it yet? I believe it was shared on the page. We're going to throw it out there. Then what we're going to do, bud, okay. we're going to come back in here. We're going to invite one of my favorite people on the planet onto the show to talk about yes. some pretty cool stuff that's going on in the Mo MMJ industry. The Missouri cannabis industry. We're going to get after it a little bit. We Seth's got something for us, I think, too. Maybe. Seth's got something for us? A rabbit hole, maybe? We can go down the rabbit hole. Oh, and, I like the and I And I've hole. been on quarantine, so I got like four streaming, four or five streaming picks. Like I actually had to write them down. I like, I like we that. A, we got a handful of streaming picks. Mike's going to give us some weather. I think we should probably take our guest and throw him in, in the, the Axe of Insanity yes. gauntlet. Uh, oh, I fucking love that idea. Axe of Insanity. <laughs> Uh, along at home with us, and he has no idea how to it's play a this game. game. But I've played similar type games with him. I think he's going to be a natural. Just so fine. we're going to toss him. We're going to toss him into the uh, the gauntlet here. I'm it. He's got it. <laughs> Is he here? here he, he's here. He Here's what we're going to do, uh, Seth. <laughs> he's down. <laughs> Who said that? Seth, if you don't mind, uh, what I would like for you to do, sir, <laughs> is I would like for you to queue up Darren, and uh, we're going to we're going to show people. I believe uh, Darren says these are his uh, five tips uh, for um, you know going into going a Missouri into dispensary, a dispensary and, and yeah and taking being, making sure you're being taken care of. Uh, this is Darren the Dare tag, Lion. Tag, tag a, a known, friend. No, tag a known drug user. <laughs> tag a friend. Tag a no. known drug user. Ta tag uh, tag someone in the Missouri friend. cannabis industry or, or, or a, a potential patient who's really wondering. What's the best way for me to go in dispensaries? That's a great That's idea. That's who you should tag you right should tag. here. People who are addicted to weed, man. Oh, the weed addicts are the sativa <laughs> snorters, man. All people of People who might uh, be using it as medicine for the first time who might need to figure it out. Because, you know, there's a difference. There, Apparently, there's a there's a big people in the fucking industry. We're gonna get to that. We're gonna get to that. We're gonna, We're get, gonna to that. get to it. Steve's Steve's got a he's got a couple I'm of hot. He's got a couple of articles he takes I'm he hot. takes uh, issue with. Uh, Seth, let's give these folks uh, Darren the Dare Lion. Hi, my name is Darren. I like stinky nugs. Hi, my name is Darren. I was wrong about drugs. Yeah. Hey, boys and girls. I'm Darren the Dare Lion. You may recognize me from the failed war on drugs programs of your youth. Now I'm on the apology tour, setting the record straight about cannabis, acid, mushrooms, MDMA, DMT, ketamine, mescaline, San Pedro, and Iboga. Well, just to name a few, you get it. In this first video, I'm going to give you five things to think about when you enter the dispensary. And away we go. Number one tip from your old buddy, Darren. I'm in a dispensary, I recommend starting with something little. I remember when I went on my first hunt on the savannah, I saw a full-grown adult African bull elephant, and I said to my pop, 
oh, Pop, I'm going to num, 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 num on that hot elephant meat, Papa. He replied, oh, you sweet, sweet, simple moron. We don't start with a big elephant. Yeah, sure, that's a lot of meat for the pride. But take a gander right over there. And I looked up and saw a freshly born baby gazelle just standing up, getting her legs underneath her. See that delicious, slimy little bastard over there? Start small, my son. Start small. And I tell you what, you haven't lived until you've basted your tongue in 15-minute-old gazelle juice. So what I'm saying is start small. Maybe get an eighth of flour instead of a 75% THC concentrate. Maybe a 5-milligram edible will do you before you drink a 250-milligram medicinal soda. Or maybe you say, forget you, Darren. I'm done listening to you. I'm going to hit a 7-gram dab, eat a 1,000-milligram edible, and I'm finally going to make sense of all these blacklight posters, bud. Numero dos, THC percentage could be total WBS, which in my world stands for water buffalo <laughs> Choosing your cultivar by THC percentage is like dating Sonia the lioness down the trail because she's got eyes like Nala and an ass that won't quit. <laughs> sure, all your buddies will think you're cool, but where's the substance? Is she the right one for you? And the same goes for cannabis. It's been proven that different buds on the same plant can test differently for THC percentage. What is on your medicine package is a rough estimate at best and the result of testing a small portion of the cultivar batch. THC percent might not matter at all, even if the exact correct percentage is on your packaging. Researchers at the University of Colorado at Boulder's Institute of Cognitive Science documented the experiences of 121 cannabis users. This is from Forbes magazine. As the researchers expected, the concentrate users had very high levels of THC in their bodies after use, but they weren't more high. In fact, every participant's self-reported highness was about the same, as were their measures of balance and cognitive impairment, as CU noted in the news release. Medium THC flower, high THC flower, all the same high? This was not what researchers were expecting. So remember, Buying your medicine based on THC percentage is like that time you bought the $120 Ed Hardy t-shirt and you got less compliments than when you wore the Limp Biscuit t-shirt that you got from Goodwill. Number three, trust your little sniffer, man. <laughs> Pretty simple idea and concept. Now you may have an issue in some dispensaries where you can't smell before you buy, and that is a major problem. I'm not gonna eat zebra asshole first without giving it a sniff, okay? That's just silly. Terpenes and alcohol esters may have a huge impact on how you and your medicine interact. Terpenes are any of a large group of volatile, unsaturated hydrocarbons found in the essential oils of plants. An ester is formed when an alcohol and a carboxylic acid are combined, eliminating a molecule of water in the process. Chances are, if you like the smell of your medicine, you're going to enjoy the effects. There are also studies on how to decipher terpenes and esters from smell. Do your research, I'm not your dad. Number four, social responsibilities from your dispensary. When a dispensary opens near you, I'm sure you get as excited as a horny little rhino and that's natural. Right now, dispensaries 
have insane prices. A pound of cannabis on the street goes for roughly 1800 bucks, give or take a hundo. I wouldn't know. I found that on BudZoo.com. At $67 an eighth, it's about $8,500 per pound. Patients are being robbed. Is the packaging of your dispensary eco-friendly? I know it's tough right now, but we need to put pressure on businesses with our consumption choices. I have a bush baby buddy in Zanzibar, and he can't take a piss without hitting a bag of Frito-Lays with his stream, okay? Is your dispensary helping the community around them? I got news for you, America. The war on drugs was a lie, and it hurt you more than it helped you. Now the people who were in charge of locking you in cages are in charge of your programs? I got a brother in the circus and I'm not with that shit, man. Are they making amends with the people they've wronged? Ask them what they're doing to help the community and choose with your dollar wisely. A number five, don't believe any of my shit or their shit. THC percentage, an article on Leafly, a bud tender's review. All of it could be total hyena shit. The Missouri cannabis market is not a free market. DHSS limited licenses, and the director Randall Williams believes that cannabis is as addictive as opiates. It's absurd. I refuse to give power back to the zookeepers. I actively helped prohibition in the past, and I'm here to tell you it doesn't work. The black market worked in spite of being persecuted and prosecuted. The government should have reached out with an olive branch and said, we were wrong. We lied to your children with a stupid talking lion. <laughs> we're sorry. Help us get medicine to the people because after all, that's what you've been doing this whole time. You're an adult. You have a big, full, luscious mane. You make your own decisions. I'm done telling you what to do. But after this and this whole video, I hope you consider making conscious choices when participating in the cannabis world. I'm Darren, and remember to keep on burning, baby. Meow. Hi, my name is Darren. I like stinky nugs. Hi, my name is Darren. I was wrong about drugs. Yeah. My name is Darren. That's a catchy little tune. Catchy little tune. He was wrong tune. about drugs. He was so wrong. <clears throat> well, uh, accidentally introduced me to the whole new set of drugs, too. Drugs. Darren did. There, no doubt. No, nobody ever uh, made drugs more appealing than the average dare officer that went and smoked <laughs> the children about being able to taste color and see music. Um, <clears throat> you want to hear Beatles? Like, you've never heard uh, it, it made before? sense of all of it for me. Is I'm like, oh, want? that's what they were talking about when they were talking about a yellow submarine and blue meanies. <laughs> now I get it. Thanks, dare officer. Lucy in the sky with diamonds. That song's not about LSD, yeah. sir. They've denied that. Actually, actually, that's where they got the name for Astropolificus Afarensis Skeleton Lucy. The little oh Lucy skeleton. Goodness. He was listening to that song while he was celebrating the discovery. And he was like, let's he was, call her Lucy. He was tripping wow. face when he Dr. found Dr. Johannes, he, he was Lucy. probably drunk. Well, he, he wasn't tripping. He was in a... Ethiopia in a valley. Wait, 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 oh, yeah, you can't yeah, trip, trip in Ethiopia, Ethiopia bud. That's wrong. Sorry, Tar. Uh, all right. Well, uh, we'll apologize to the Ethiopian people next week. Know. Come on, Seth. Dude, you there's get an it Ethiopian together. restaurant on South Grand. I know. Fire. I'm a fan. Oh, I, I am a fan. I don't know if I've ever eaten. Uh, you never had Ethiopian food? food? I don't. Non bread? <laughs> non bread? 
Uh, we love <laughs> here. You. Uh, you. I love Darren. Says Chris. Love the background, says Dennison. I'm I'm not your father. Do your own research. Uh, oh, I we have like, two prayers to say. I like saying, oh. In nomine Patre, et fili et spiritus sancti. Um, uh, this is, I'll say a prayer for Rachel. You say a prayer for Jessica. Okay, I like that. Uh, dear God. Dear God. Uh, listen, I know um, Rachel's been giving you a real hard time, but... You need to shepherd your flock, and there's lambs. And, Tighten your leash. And, you know, <laughs> Rachel just, you know, she's lost her way, dear Lord, um, with piercings and makeup and dirty words. So one prayer. I'm feeling the spirit. <laughs> Holy Ghost, please help Rachel. Thank you. Uh, okay. Uh, you got uh, one for Jessica. Loving, loving Father, uh, I ask that you suspend all of the <laughs> carnal sins of the flesh that, oh, yeah. that oh, uh, yeah, our sweet, one. dear Jessica <laughs> cannot seem sweet, to. Sweet uh, she just demons. she cannot oh, outrun man. these these lustful <laughs> demons. <laughs> one uh, of the seven so we 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 hope that. If she does uh, get cast into the depressing uh, gates of hell, I, we hope that it, it falls in the <laughs> first or second first or second circle, and not where not where Dante would would put most of the sex, sexual miscreants and deviants. Uh, we ask this in your name, Amen. Amen. All right. So All right. one share, and if you say, "Hey, I shared the show," we will say a prayer for you. Yes. We'll um, even, maybe we'll even sing a song. We'll sing a, sure. a, a oh, God a song. Hymnal? A hymnal. Okay. A God song. Don't, a psalm, if you will. How, how dare you yeah, dare I, me to do that? I will do that. A new beatitude, How dare you, you do, dare me to do that? A new beatitude. Uh, <laughs> a new oh, they're beatitude. Mad. Yeah, I know you like that. Um, <clears throat> okay, so here's the deal. I'm very excited. He, he appears to have uh, disappeared. Maybe he's going to come in here in a dead sprint with uh, any luck. Um, a, a, a deer friend of mine uh, uh someone who I, i'm super excited to uh to i can't believe that we're just now getting together we've had some interviews before but he's never been on the show he's someone that i love dearly someone very close to me but he's also doing probably the coolest thing i think going on in the missouri cannabis industry so i want to give people just a little small taste of what the cola lounge is all about and then we're going to bring its proprietor uh mr sir Sir Brennan England uh, to talk to us about uh, the Cola Lounge and the St. Louis Cannabis Club. That's the Cola Lounge. Uh, I've been there a time or two. Oh, uh, it that? is. Oh, <laughs> that's just me getting boned up. So everyone, uh, please uh, help me uh, welcome uh, Sir Brennan England. Thank you. What's up, brother? I'm glad to finally have you. Yeah, you got you got applause going on. Uh, ooh, there's a cat call too. <laughs> the crowd is going oh my wild. God, okay. The crowd Settle is down, going man. wild. They, Easy, they guys. Act like you've seen a handsome up? man before, would you? Yeah, you got two on the show every day. Uh, Brennan. Yeah. Let's uh, let's talk weed, man. Let's do it. All right. 
What's the Cola Lounge? So the Cola Lounge is uh, officially the first private consumption lounge for cannabis users in Missouri. Uh, so it's a spot where you can come, you can puff, you can kick back, you can do everything from just like play games and play some, you know, some video games or something like that. Um, or we've got it set up official enough where you can do co-working with, uh, with business partners there, you know, if you want to puff and go over some numbers, cast them and project them up to some TVs or something. Uh, we also have a kitchen where you can come in and uh, either, if you know how to cook, you can cook. You can take everything from bud to butter to brownie right in our kitchen. we got infusion equipment. Um, and then we also have, um, uh, we also have uh, staff on, that are all educated on how to use this stuff. So whether it be the, um, the equipment in the kitchen or whether it be the stuff on our bud bar, which is one of our other big features, you know, if you want to learn how to roll something, you want to learn how to pack something, if you've never taken a dab before. Um, so as much as it's a spot to kick back, it's also a spot for medical patients, you know, and cannabis users in Missouri uh, to have an educated and safe space. You know, it's like we, a lot of us haven't had a chance to get this comfortable with the herb before, you know. No and doubt, so, man. Uh, so the cola uh, was one of my first projects to make sure that we had somewhere safe to make that happen, you know. <clears throat> yeah, we've always kind of had to hide it. That's right. I remember it would <clears throat> sometimes tear some, some friendships apart or at least, you know, like you'd have to separate yourself like, oh, smoke. Oh, OK, this is kind of a whole deal. This is one of the coolest things ever. Where did this idea come from? Yeah, well, so I got into the movement uh, back in 2014, 2015 uh, with Show Me Cannabis, a new approach, getting legalization on the ballot just so we could vote about it in Missouri. And uh, in that, we needed to have some really creative and fun ways to get people to vote. And one of the ways we did that is that we hosted some really cool events. And I hosted the Crawl for Cannabis uh, which was a street crawl that was a fundraiser. It was an advocacy and education event. It was a party, uh, but most of all, it got signatures for the ballot, right? And so yeah. it basically was, uh, the reason why it worked so well is that it was put on by the cannabis culture. You know, it's like we had most of the, the up and coming cannabis brands that were, or head shops that were coming into Missouri uh, that supported us. And we had advocacy from over 35 local businesses that were willing to put themselves on a directory saying yeah. they were ready for legalization in Missouri. So um, <clears throat> I started this, you know, with the initiative to make this easier and more accessible for everybody. And uh, with that event, I found that this was a platform that we could expand past just one day. You know, we had a loyalty program. Folks were getting perks for shopping at restaurants that were down for the cost. And so my thought was we should turn this into something that people have access for ev to every day. You know, yeah. it's like let's create a collective of businesses and, and, and groups and entities that are all in this for the right moral and ethical and vibrational reasons uh, to really bring uh, kick-ass cannabis culture to Missouri. And so the first they, we needed a place to do that. And so the cola is the first spot for us to do that. You know, the cola where buds meet. Um, and so, you know, the cola is, the, is an only child right now of yeah. the St. Louis Cannabis Club, which is our <clears throat> cannabis resource network. Uh, but soon we're going to have a lot more babies pop up, you know, and it, it gets all the attention right now. But yeah. soon there's going to be a lot of other stuff for folks to get their hands on right now. I mean, even right now you can go to the, the website and you can get a massage with CBD topicals. Uh, you can find a doctor. Uh, soon you're going to be able to find bud-friendly Airbnbs, you know, loyalty program. So, you know, it started as something in the beginning that was to connect people to the culture and to give it an initiative, you know, give it a vision. And so that's what I've done. You know, the COLA is a space to bring that vision to life, you know, and like make it real because it's not like this is a some sort of sterile marketing ploy coming from like some sort of like from a brand. 
you know, like I'm a stoner for real. This is my yeah. life. And so it's very, it's easy for me to just, you know, because I have my, my pulse on the cannabis culture to plug this in for these brands and to give them spaces to have parties and, Fuck yeah. you know, for us to actually learn more about the plant, you know, and have a safe way to do it. Where does that love of cannabis come from? <clears throat> well, <laughs> I think that because you know, you're obviously dude passionate about it like and that's one of the things we always are uh, conscious of you know people come in here and they're like I'm gonna make a lot of money fuck these hippies or whoever smoking the weed yeah people right. just want to get high it's right. just like opiates fuck it man it's just drugs lump it in with the drugs you can tell you're passionate about it you've been here from as long as I can remember where does that shit come from, man? Yeah, man. Well, you know, it's like the, the plant came into my life uh, first. Like a lot of people, it came into my life playfully. Um, you know, that's the, the, I think, is one of the best things about the cannabis spirit is she's a gentle teacher. You know, she can even come to you at a young age and you can be introduced to her and she's still very gentle with you. And so at first... She'll end up on the news for boning an eighth grader and you're like, damn, that teacher's hot. Oh, that shit, what? In my day, it wasn't shit, what? That never happened in my day. I was four right. foot three, like, hey, there, right. you're like, oh no, there's like seventh graders who look like fucking He-Man now, you know what I mean? <laughs> That sounded, that came out weird. That came out weird. That, it's, it's never right. mind, go back to Brennan. <laughs> she is Whatever a plant to, teacher. Right, yeah. And yeah, that's back, what we were talking about. Back to the time of smoking out of cans. Same time, yeah, man. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, oh, fuck yeah. So it started playfully, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, then, um, and it started just like being introduced to it as something as an alternative to drinking. I didn't really like drinking. Uh, but then uh, as I got into college and I realized that, you know, it was actually – helping me chill out. It was actually helping me calm yeah. down. Um, I have gastrointestinal issues. I had an appendectomy when I was six and I almost died. You know, all of my yeah. intestine, my, my internal organs were taken out of my body and vacuumed off by surgeons and put back in, obviously not in the same way that they started, you know? So uh, for me, I've, I've always struggled with GI issues and uh, I've always struggled with hyperactivity issues. So, um, you know, cannabis helps keep me level. It helps keep me in grounded. And then it also, you know, it helps me feel better in my body, you know. And so it started very much about me, you know, and then it, 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 in my journey. Uh, but then once uh, I moved into, uh, once I, I was a teen, I was working and I was, I was driving and I started getting profiled because of my color, um, then uh, immediately uh, cannabis became a, an axis of activism for me. Uh, because I saw that something that was liberating, uh, something that was freeing and, and, and communal for so many different types of people and bringing people together, yeah. uh, but that it was something that was actually going to impede me in my life and people were going to judge me for. Not only that, but they were, they were using it with my color as a reason to hold me down. You know? So I had only just started to get, to get a taste for this, let alone you know, the centuries of mass incarceration, et cetera. So that's where the activism came in. And I was like, all right. This is this we've, we've got to make this change. Fuck yeah. You know, and then little I mean, I didn't realize I knew that, you know, medical that cannabis was a healing plant. But then, like, as I started doing the events and I started having people reach out to me, uh, giving me their testimonies from all different parts of the state, you know, telling me they would love to come to my event, but they can't drive. You know, but they still want to buy something so that they can support this because, you know, they're impotent. They have, they, have, they have to live with their parents because they can't take care of themselves, you know, or, you know, they haven't been able to, to handle their children because of their tremors, you know. And, like, that's whenever the medical piece of it yeah. took me even deeper, you know. And I was like, okay, this is something that from the root to the fruit, 
you know, from my joy to justice, this, this is something I'm going to focus on for the rest of my life. You know, no doubt. Yeah. No doubt. Hell it's a, it's yeah, a noble dude. cause. Man. <laughs> uh, you know, just talking about how it connected you to so many different things. It's something that a, a fairly prolific shaman, Hamilton Souther, talks about. Like, uh, there weren't a lot of shaman that were using cannabis in their ayahuasca <coughs> ceremonies uh, until he had kind of come along and he'd realized that all of these cultures around the world with all of the things that we had different, whether we were nomadic, whether we were, you know, farmers, uh, whether we believed in, you know, this God or that God, one thing that all of these cultures around the world had in common was cannabis. And that's what is cannabis. And one of the things that I'm, I was really hopeful for, I'm still hopeful for is that cannabis is this great connector that on some level we're not, um, we're not always having this infighting going on. And right now with the launch of a new problem, we have a lot of stuff that we're uh, still trying to figure out as far as rules and guidelines and things like that go. But there's one thing that people on each side of the aisle or people that don't even participate in that kind of uh, political thought have in common, and it's this plant, and knowing how it helps people medically. Uh, I mean, and not just, you know, not just for you know, major uh, uh, cancer protocols or ALS or, I mean, MS, go down the list of of different things that people are using for that are truly detrimental and tough physical ailments to live with, but also people that are dealing with high anxiety issues Mm -hmm. and depression and things like that. Invisible illness, yeah. Invisible illness. Mm -hmm. I mean, and and so people are always trying to quantify. People that don't use cannabis uh, medically or at all are always kind of trying to quantify how cannabis is actually a medicine having no frame of reference for what it really does medically to keep people's homeostasis, to keep their, to keep their, uh, uh, you know, their mood stabilized, to keep right. all of these things, to keep them functioning members of society. Um, and <clears throat> so it, it, it is interesting, the neighborhoods that it brings together, the, the, the schools of thought that it brings together. And I feel like if it's something that we're all kind of focusing on, this being the vehicle that brings us together to move forward on something, then we can only do good things. Damn right. Yeah, I mean, and it shows at the cola. You know, it's like uh, the cola, and just a little bit of a backstory behind what the cola means uh, is that <clears throat> the cola where buds You're sponsored meet, by Coca-Cola. Right, uh, exactly. Uh, sponsored <laughs> by. The cola where buds meet uh, is a concept that comes out of the, the uh, definition of cola that is that the, the cola is the flowering site of the female cannabis plant. So... Uh, where it is literally where buds come to bloom, you know, and there's also this piece of it that colas in uh, cannabis culture, uh, colas are also kind of seen as like a primo item because it's the top of the plant, right? And the top cola, the big cola, um, is a is a bud that some people don't ever see, you know. So it also becomes kind of a status symbol because it's like if you're only buying dime bags and stuff your whole life, you might never see a cola, you know. Yeah. It's like maybe your buddy pinched off of this cola for sure. you and you were like, wow. Yep, but you know, <laughs> definitely so, not the top either. He's probably just taking a little bottom, right? <laughs> but you know, the part is the point is, is that you know, the cola is something that is seen as the upper echelon of cannabis experience. Um, but it is also literally where buds come to bloom. You know, so yeah. it holds this metaphor for what cannabis culture is: is that you know, like we bring things together, uh, we nourish them, uh, we make them dank and sticky, and you know, <laughs> we make them we make them funky and weird, and that's what weed is. You know, cannabis is weird like that. It's a weed. Mm-hmm. You know. And it's like its female plant is gorgeous and, and, and uh, you know, aggressive. And the male plant, you know, gives no fucks. It will, it will do everything for us, you know. And so, I don't know. It's just like the cola for me, the, that was the reason why I kept that. Um, and actually, I'll give you all a teaser right now. Is that anybody that's listening will get an in, uh, which is that we're working on the rebrand for the St. Louis Cannabis Club, which will be the Cola Collective. 
this is the first time I've actually said that anywhere publicly. But cool. uh, the reason the reason is is that the Cola Collective is really what we're about. It's creating these cola buds everywhere across the cannabis culture, you know, across the Midwest, and giving people top you know quality experiences, you know. And so I love it, man. It, it is. It's the ultimate binder when we talk about weed, cannabis. You know, it's like everybody from every creed and place on earth smokes and when people are oppressing people who smoke it has a tendency to bring people who maybe never would have got together together you know what i mean and that's one of the coolest things and that goes in to what you're doing now you're down on cherokee right now correct yeah cherokee street south city what's it like down there man i don't get down to the city very much what's the vibe what's the feel of cherokee let the people at home know so i know know a little bit about cherokee i'm not sure about our kc people or other people watching what's cherokee street like yeah so i like to say that cherokee street is kind of like if mission uh mission and hate ashbury had a baby you know, because you've got this heavy influence of the Latino community because they own property there. They own, uh, you know, districts. So, you know, Mexico, Viva, Aquí, they're not going nowhere, you know, and uh, it's prominent there. It's, it's like a pulse, you know, and it's unbroken. And so that keeps yes. it really warm and it keeps it authentic, you know. There won't, there won't be a Starbucks down there, you know. And then uh, we've got the Antique District, which is historic, you know, so we yeah. get all these, like, quirky abstract uh, you know oddballs that are looking for somewhere to find some weird shit for their house <laughs> yeah, um, and then you've got all the actual oddballs and outcasts of the art community you know and that's kind of where we came into the community originally back you know 2010 or whatever was you know working with the art community there getting a pulse for concerts and and festivals yeah. and that type of thing you know and so that's actually part of what's been you know i've been riding the wind from that under my wings uh, on Cherokee Street for the cola, you know, it's like the this uh, Cherokee Street. I've labeled it uh, the Green Light District. Hashtag Green Light District STL. Fuck yes, uh, because we're going to have one of the highest concentrations of uh, of dispensaries in the state. You know, within a walkable mile. Uh, not only that, but then you'll also have a couple of my consumption lounge concepts in the mix. Yeah, but uh, to keep it even more interesting. Yeah, know? bud. Sure. Um, let's, let's do that. We can have those algae bloom lights that are green. <laughs> yeah. Fucking like, line the fucking street. Day they're be being awesome. charged and fucking. Awesome. Oh, yeah, I right. love it, dude. Yeah. But yeah, so that's the vibe on Cherokee, man. Is that, you know, they've been nothing but open arms since I started my projects. I'm, you know, I'm now a member of the, the business, uh, you know, the, the CID, the Community Improvement District. I got a standing ovation for my, for the concept for my cannabis lounge. So it's like, you know, I've got aldermanic support from both sides of the street. So, I mean, the vibes couldn't be sweeter, if you ask me. Now, That's cool. don't get me wrong. We have in positions like, you know, uh, like gentrification is a big issue. Crime, you know, uh, youth crime is still a big issue. Yeah. You know, but part of what our project is is to help heal that shit. You know, it's yeah. like that's part of what the herb does. It's part of what the, the economy and the dollars from this, the revenue yeah. coming into these these neighborhoods that need that. You know, it's like they're providing jobs. They're supplementing, uh, you know, access to other substances that are less safe. So yeah. it's like even the grit, like the parts of the, the neighborhood that others like, you know, anybody watching this, I know you've heard something about the south side of like or the state streets or whatever. Oh, yeah. And it's like, yeah, shit's block by block, block by block. It's not a lie. But. You know, there's enough grit, there's enough soul, and there's enough spirit there that it's it's unbreakable, it's unwavering. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, it's like you know, no Starbucks allowed. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> like, I yeah. love it. I, I I thought of it as the Wild West growing up. Um, I'm 37. It was we, significantly. Rougher we used to when drive we down there when I was too, 21, though. and it was 
wild. Oh, yeah. I mean, I walked down there. I I kind of loved it because I was only driving through. And the people that I met and partied down there and where I bought cannabis a few times. Don't tell anybody. I know. Dude. But the houses were so fucking cool. And the people there were very different than my uh, aunts and uncles and their friends in South County off of Becker and Christopher. It was a totally different vibe sure. there you know sure. and even from i grew up on tennessee but not like it wasn't i was sectioned off by the highway so i kind of had my own little dead end street but yeah. i used to tell people i'm like yeah, i lived on tennessee yeah. and they're like state streets watch out right watch out for this dude and i'd yeah. be like yeah watch out for me i'm real tough mister it's like whenever people hear compton they're like oh you stay oh, on compton yeah, 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 there's some yeah, serious yeah, serious nice houses like pretty nice. compton compton heights <laughs> yeah yeah it's pretty nice yeah compton heights has got some mansions yeah uh, yes, yeah. I do stay in Compton Heights. Yes, thank you. Uh, no, no, no love lost to anybody in Compton Heights. We so got uh, no. Spike Spiegel says Southside all day, forty six hundred bucks, Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Steve, mm-hmm. uh, guess what time it what is? Time it's it hundred message time. Oh Hunter oh, comments. Uh, let's that means see. I get some weed going. We have <laughs> we have had some some, uh, some great comments uh, going along. We had uh, Casey Weeblog said, "How can I help from Kansas City?" Uh, let's see. Here. I think that's Bless the goal, right? This, family. this cola idea spreads far beyond St. Yeah. Louis. I yeah, mean. that is part of it. Yeah, and you know, it's is where you know we're basically setting ourselves up uh, as a networking resource, as a consulting firm. Um, and obviously as our own entity, right? So yeah. it's like for folks that want to open their own lounges, if they want to become part of the collective, all they have to do is hit us up. You know, we're doing everything from just managing membership for lounges that have their own name and their own concepts to doing entire build-outs. We have contractors. Yeah. We have, uh, you know, we have folks that uh, can do your design for you, your logo, all that shit. So yeah. our, your legal, you know? Yeah. And uh, but it, yeah, minimum, we got a guy who can do logos too, right? right? There's yeah. a guy. There's right? a guy right but, there, buddy. Yeah, there's a guy. <laughs> There he is. There's a guy. But at minimum, we make sure that we keep a standard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that's the deal. Because yeah. we're always like, yeah, it'd be cool to work with them. But they seem like complete assholes. You yeah. know? Because we're in the business of kind of working with people. Shit. And it'd be really nice to have a collective of, I don't want to say people who are in it for the right reasons. It sounds yeah, I think so you should dumb. But people who I don't think are complete assholes, like you can feel the energy and vibe from uh, Mr. England over here, and it's like you know that's where I want to be. That's what I. That's where I want to live. I want to stay with those people because cannabis always has been the thing where I'm like, hey, buddy, here's a little extra nug. I got one. This is illegal. We're in this together, bud. Right. You know, like hey, man, me and you. I just like, hey, cool. It's like let's go smoke. You know, it was such. A love-based uh, uh, hobby, if you will. You know, like that's where it all came from. Like my my source of it. You know, giggling, having fun, watching the Three Stooges. I mean, you. <laughs> what, what was your first time? Uh, if you want to talk about that, your my, first the time first thing. In riff. First time yeah. you ever got got snow? The first the first time that I ever got high, like high high, was in the eighth grade. And I remember Me getting too. back to my house. It was these two badass little girls that lived across the street from uh, my middle school. And I remember, <clears throat> I remember getting back to my house, and I was so high. I went upstairs, and I was watching. It was like something out of a, a stoner movie, for real. I was like, I was watching the TV, 
And for at least half an hour, the TV had no sound, and I had no idea. <laughs> I remember being like, man, this is so complex. Like, what are they talking about? Is this Sundance? Is this a right. Sundance film? <laughs> it was American Ninja. Right. Like, actually, I don't know what you're saying. And then when I turned it on, the shit was in Spanish. What the fuck? <laughs> we, no, that's the deal, because some movies start out silent. So you're well, even now, I'll think when all those like Paramount whatever dealies are going at the beginning, you're kind of like, uh, is this movie silent? And you're like, oh no, I forgot to turn on my Polk Audio soundbar. Right. <laughs> Shout out to Polk yeah, Audio, yeah, unofficial sponsor <laughs> of the Monday Night Primetime Sophisticated Show. My blow, <laughs> guys. McGruber is a masterpiece. That's my no. That's my streaming well, well, don't tell him. You didn't have to tell Damn him. Damn it, you're right. <laughs> you put that on me. Right. You don't put it on me, I pal. Put it on you, bud. Well, you got five others to choose from. Uh, okay. So, okay. what other? You got a few endeavors. You got uh, you got the Cola Lounge. You also uh, we were talking a little bit about. Uh, the Cannabis Club, which is going to go through some rebranding as the Cola Collective. That's right. So, uh, talk to me a little bit about uh, what the Cannabis Club is, what what you're kind of offering through that endeavor, yeah. and so, uh, we'll you know, go from there. You know, one of the biggest things that's been a challenge off, uh, you know, for us has been, you know, not only is uh, not only are we affected by COVID, uh, just as people, but we're double affected as stoners because there's. <laughs> nothing more social than <coughs> cannabis know. you know what i'm saying and we're all being really robbed of that piece that therapeutic piece of our culture that we don't really that we might take for granted you know because so right. smoking alone is lonely yeah you know it feels, it feels good it's good whenever i want to be by myself but i want to have a choice you know totally, dude. so you know one of the things that we've really been thinking about is like how do we keep how do we keep ourselves alive but also um how do we keep culture cannabis culture connected you know, like how do yes. We, how do we feel more connected in a time that we have so much distance? You know, and so for us, we decided that we were going to start launching products that we could share and that we could connect with. And yeah, it might not be literally going lip to lip like we do with our joints. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's safer, but at least we feel connected and that we get to share these new experiences together. And we know that it's something that's coming from us. You know, no doubt. One of those things is my new CBD seltzer. Oh, dang. Hey, uh, Seth, while we're dishing out some uh, seltzer, why don't we uh, let these seltzy. folks know about it, bud? Okay, we can do that. Sweet like mango, mango, sweet like mango, mango, booty fuego, she don't play though, do what she says so, oh, oh. Okay, who wrote that? Dig it. I know, right? Who wrote that? I know, it's a cut, right? Yeah, for real, because I'm about to freestyle all over that. <laughs> oh, no. That shit back. You can't do it again. <laughs> no. I didn't have him done this since radio you, I, you won't do it without I integrity here. Radio you won't days. do it. Boys, I just saw him. Would you guys day. like a uh, CBD seltzer? Yeah, I'll give it a try. Talk to me a little bit about uh, some CBD seltzer here. I don't like Maybe. peaches or mangoes, so this should be interesting. Yeah, let me know what you think. Just don't mm. spit it all over the equipment. I like peaches and mango. I don't like seltzer, so this could also be interesting. Let me try this out. That, oh, that ain't bad. Delicious. That, as a guy who really, well, are like, we gonna do? Let's do a whole, a whole thing here. That's not bad at all, actually. Get Maybe it's because I'm parched, 
but that's it's extremely bad. refreshing. Yeah, it, it, on a scale <laughs> on a scale of right one now. to five fat spliffs. I've had I've <laughs> had of five fat spliffs. That's the rating system. <laughs> that's the rating oh, I like system. I, I do. This is a solid a slightly stupid for me. Oh, because you also look like you need a uh, coaster. Oh, okay. Oh, I uh, do need a coaster. Yeah, yeah. A, a cola. You, did you, you, did, you probably didn't know what the title of the show was, but it's uh, actually Wind Buds, mate. Uh, is it? Is the title of our show. Tonight. No shit. Oh, <laughs> That's perfect. So it says the cola. Wind Buds. Wind Buds, mate. And tonight is Wind Buds, mate. Okay. So Someone I'm going to say. Uh, no, don't. Oh, like, 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 yeah, like uh, Letterman, David Letterman? Yeah, I, need, we, we need I, I don't like seltzer, but I will say this is like the most tolerable. Damn right. It's very good. <laughs> it, you know, I definitely, uh, you can taste that peach and that mango it's, in there. And it's, that's what makes it It does have a little like, bit of an earthy kind of mm-hmm. tone to it. That's what makes it better than like the, the, the bubbly or the flavored Ooh, sparkling in fact, water. Is like it actually water, has bud. flavor to it. That's right. I could totally probably drink this whole thing. Well, here's the deal. Like, yeah. I've had that LaCroix shit that. Yeah, that oh. tastes like static. This has actual. <laughs> was that you that was flavor. like. Uh, you said something like uh, oh, that no, somebody posted a meme that said it's, uh, it, it tastes you like mix you mix it with a little bit of hooch you're wrong. drinking <laughs> static <laughs> while oh, somebody oh, screams oh, the name nice of a fruit just a little bit just <laughs> yeah. a nice little, little combo <clears throat> but this, well you know I put that J. on the side yeah I put that on the can even you know it's like I say enjoy it on its own or get creative using that's it as a mixer that's where I just saw that I yeah. stole that from you and just said it out loud yeah. I was like that would be a great idea because yeah. oh yeah I'll tell you when I've had it after you know being at the river hot August day oh Tell me drinking more, beer, slower. Drinking beer Tell all day, more. sweating, just oh, kind of slowly God. dripping down my half-naked body. And jumping I'm, off I'm cliffs probably, and stuff? Yeah, jumping off cliffs. What? Yeah, all oh, day. All day. Watching people. Can jumping. Come, actually, Brennan can actually attest to this. It was awesome because we were sitting there on the beach one day, and I'm like, how cool is it that we just get to watch people just face their fears all day long all day and long. eventually conquer them? Remember got Jen that one day? Got, yeah. She was like, ooh, no, I can't do it. Ooh, you get up to the edge. And she did it. Yeah, she did. You can't, you know, it's, I it's mean, awesome. anyway. Uh, she'll walk again one day. <laughs> one day. But, but she'll be fine. She'll now, walk she, it off. Yeah. <laughs> Tough it out. She'll walk it out. Oh, walk, walk it, it out. out. All right. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> but what I was going to say is yeah, after drinking, you, you know, 12 pack at, at the river uh, about for six, seven hours, I need to hydrate, bud. Seven That's right. I'm sitting here, and this thing pulled me right back out of it, got me ready to get back up on that cliff and do a little jumping again. That's and right. you were doing backflip, backflip, gainers, gainers. gainers bud. Yeah, that was amazing. Yes, I love this. I got to remember that for my next commercial. Yeah, we'll do oh, it. We'll shoot it at Washington State Park. We'll shoot it. We'll shoot it. Ads. We do that. Uh oh. Uh, we we'll do that too. Guys, are you showing? Uh, or is that just Facebook? Yeah, it looks like it's just Facebook. All right, we're good. We're what good. is it? Good. it was That's, your, okay. campaign. That's your camera. Okay. That's your camera. It's okay. okay. It's great camera. Yeah, so you want me to tell you something about this? I do. <clears throat> so cool things about this, all right, is that like everything else, we wanted it to be something that felt real St. Louis. And so um, I worked with Style House, STL Style. They're a brand company down on Cherokee Street. They're cool. Um, I'll make sure that I tag them in this. Uh, Style House, they uh, specialize in St. Louis inside jokes. So, like, if you have lived on a State Street or if you have seen a St. Louis vehicle or, you know, it's like they have inside jokes for everything, you know. And they put them on T-shirts. They put them on, you know, uh, purses and underwear. But mm. uh, so I got connected with them because I knew that this was going to be a really fun St. Louis project, you know. And so who better to, to work with that? And then uh, Mighty Kinds Cannabis is actually who came to me approaching me. I'm good friends with, uh, uh, with the owner. And... Uh, they've got a seriously some of the most innovative tech 
nationally right now for CBD seltzers that, that we have right here. And it's the water solubility of the CBD. So water solubility with CBD makes a difference because there's no carrier oil, there's no carrier yeah. oil <clears throat> or uh, derivative that has to break down in the body. So you feel it almost immediately, you know? So it's like, you don't have to wait for uh, the, the burn, slow burn of an oil or a sugar in order to feel your medicine, you know what I'm saying? Okay. And so you actually have a really rapid uh, revitalizing onset from, from the drink um, so that you actually, you really feel it, you know? It's like, and it's not, in any way, uh, it's not over sedative, and it's not obviously. Uh, uh, what's the word? Um, yeah, it doesn't. Sedating. Mess yeah, well, it doesn't. It's not psych psychotropic. Psychotropic in any way, but it doesn't. Uh, but you still feel it, you know. Um, the other pieces of this that make it really cool is that we use a reverse osmosis water. That's what um, I'm talking about. Baby. All organic fruit essences, and uh, that's it. You know, we use we use an organic hemp extract. So everything that's in it is all really, really high quality, you know. And some it's delicious, man. <laughs> distributors would be upset with me because they want the they want the that wholesale price a little bit lower, but they don't understand that like the process that's that's going into yeah, it. Yeah, we're really making sure that this is a high quality product, you know. And we're not cutting any corners with it, you know. So I feel com it's been nice for me because I just get to tout this awesome science um, and ride, you know, ride, put my my skin on it with my brand and represent it is a St. Louis product because this is a St. Louis company that's making it, you know. So um, it tastes delicious. It's our first for uh, it's our first formula, but we have a couple other uh, formulas that are coming out. Uh, yes, it is nano infused. That's right, Denison. Um, yeah, so we have a couple other formulas that are going to be coming out. Mighty Kind actually has some of their own flavors, uh, including a lemon and a pineberry. Mm. Uh, St. Louis Cannabis Club, we're going to come up with our own. What do y'all think? What, do, which, what should our next flavor be? Uh, mystery flavor of Airhead. Airhead. <laughs> Airhead, oh, mystery mystery Airhead mystery flavor. Airhead mystery flavor. What is it? What was it? Well, see, I would have guessed like blue raspberry blow pop. That was my jam. Ugh. That was my jam. And I hate raspberries, but blue raspberry blow pops were a different word. I feel like, like they're like the blue. Uh, remember the icy, the blood little, orange? The I feel like it's a big deal now. Yeah. Uh, oh, the little trendy. Starfruit would be my choice. Starfruit. Starfruit star star would be my choice. Starfruit's my choice. Gatorade had a starfruit flavor and a okay. dragonfruit flavor that were off the charts. Okay. All right, I'm on STL I'm going to do a sour cream and banana. Right when Craig takes a drink. An old banana? Old banana flavor? No, I was thinking like sour cream and banana. Maybe like a pepper jack. They're saying cucumber, lime, watermelon, kiwi. Pineapple, man. That's like my favorite fruit flavor to add to anything. All right. Okay. It's a really strong flavor so too. Just so love some straight up pretty uh, pineapple. Pretty That's strong. Right. I'm on the STL si uh, style. Yeah, shop. they make some great pretty tight. Yeah, I'm actually. Yeah, somewhere in there you can even find me modeling some of their clothes. Oh, How about that? oh hold on, nice. I might need these the restroom. <laughs> 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 stay here, make it a show. Well, yeah. make it a show. We're almost to a commercial break. I'm not opposed to earning money that way. Let's go. Damn right. Why it's not? Dude? Why not? Everything's for what sale. Everything's for sale. Everything's for sale. Everything is for sale. Right? Are there cams set up? Venmo tag up right we now. got all kinds of cams. Can we turn it into some sort of uh, do like voyeur NTV. dorm? Yeah. Remember that? Dude, yes. No, Boyer. I don't know voyeur dorm, but, I, but I, I get the concept just by the title, <laughs> believe it or not. I figure it's like a, a dorm where there's just cameras yeah, watching yeah, people yeah, do yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. A lot of young kids hooking well, up. No, no, no. In college. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, oh, I'm, I'm talking like you're, yeah. you're an adult by the time you get to college, bud. 
Yeah, I know you're talking. You're, I'm not. You're you. barely I'm legal. Not, I, know, I know. I'm projecting don't project on you. On I'm me. sorry. I know. I know. I just Listen, I messed up earlier. All right. Messing. On top of this delicious uh, <laughs> CBD seltzer, you got kind of a cool other little project going on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I, I want to talk about that a little bit. I don't yeah. know if you brought one, but I know we definitely got a, a little video. So why don't we uh, why don't we lead in with that, and then Let's you can tell that. us what this Let's thing do is. That. So that looks awesome. I think we got a, uh, a customer in the front of the store. So Steve stepped off for a minute. Let's talk a little bit about the Cannabis Club uh, stash box. What we got? What is this thing? Yeah, as long as you didn't step off with the laptop, we're okay. We're good. Yeah. yeah. No. <clears throat> yeah. So the stash box uh, is. You know, we were talking a, lot, a little bit earlier about ways for us to stay connected in a time of so much distance. You Absolutely. Know? And stash box is really one of the biggest ones for that. So uh, stash box is a monthly subscription service that sets high quality cannabis products directly to our uh, customers doors so whether it be for you or for a loved one you know my, whether it's for you or maybe your grandma or your auntie you know they love the cbd these days uh, we drop off cbd flour pre-rolls topicals droppers uh, pipes papers um, all from brands that are either dependable on the national circuit that we know and, and we trust and uh, featuring local brands that are up and coming uh, that are really working to get their uh, get their name out there, you know. Mm -hmm. And so uh, we're doing this. Uh, yeah, that's right. It is. It's like Ipsy for weed. <laughs> okay. And, uh, so you know, and our focus is not just bringing uh, products, but making it something that showcases the Missouri market, right? So absolutely. You know, one of the biggest things, especially with uh, federal regulation, federal uh, legalization on the rise is that we really don't know what it looks like whenever the large corporate interests start to get into the cannabis industry. You know, there are a lot of things that we feel like are the top of the ceiling right now that really that ceiling's gonna break. And a lot of the people that feel like they're at the top right now or feel like they have a good momentum are gonna get stifled, they're gonna get bought into, bought out or blown over by these larger entities that move into town if they're not prepared to work or play with them. And so, uh, the stash box was a way of us really having a peace offering to all the businesses to come together and be like, look, we're going to make a spot for everybody here, you know, because it's inevitable. You hear it's a, it's a controversial topic that everyone knows in the grassroots parts of the cannabis industry that everyone's concerned about making sure that we have our voice, that we're, uh, that we're represented, and that, uh, that we're being treated fairly. We know that we have to push for those things if we want a fraction of it. And so uh, we want to make sure that it's clear that we have that in mind with our box and that we're not just allowing this to be a way for brands to come in and keep on plugging in and taking over. At the same time, we've got to make room for them to have skin in the game too. You Absolutely. Know? And so that's the way that it's got to work. You know? And so uh, Stash is also you know, focused on not just getting products to people, but having them talk about it. And that's one of the ways that we get people connected is that you know, we send you the box, you open the box, which is badass, you get, a, you get new, new products every month, and then on top of that, 
we encourage you to share and talk about it. There's a fucking guy robbing the place. <laughs> <laughs> I beat him off with a bong. Oh my god. I beat him off with a bong. Fuck no. And by What's mean, up, brother? By I mean beat him off with a bong, I mean I beat him oh, off god. with the end of a bong. Hey. So back yes. to that back to that uh that product that you were we're talking about the stash box. <laughs> oh sorry. We're talking about the stash box. No, it's a, it's a great yeah, it's great, a great plug. Segue. Yeah, that you might put be your cock in the it. next box though, man. Like we might be able to add that in as a service. <laughs> He tries to talk off camera. Don't recognize him because then no one can hear him talking and then it becomes a whole deal. <laughs> he's sabotaging us. It's just, he's in charge of all this, so he sabotages it. It's a whole kink of his. So right now, um, is this something that is available right now to subscribe to? It is. You can jump on our website right now and you can book. You go to stlcannabis.club. It's there uh, for you to click the link on and we're going to be shipping out by the end of the month. We, um, you know, one of the biggest pieces with our campaign is that we're encouraging people to unbox online. We have a hashtag flex your stash. So once you get the box, open it up, share it online, tell people about your products, what you like and what you don't like about them more. So hopefully what you like. And then we're also going to have uh, polls that we're sending out to you from the brands, you know, so it's like, and so if there's a brand that, uh, any brands listening right now, if you want an opportunity to get your, your product directly in the hands of people, it's an easy way for you to do that and get direct feedback from them, you know. What's a good brand to you? What makes a good brand? Because I'm always struggling with that myself. Like, who do I want to work with? Who do I want to align with? You know, what kind of good little people do I want to align with and right. spend the rest of my life with every waking minute of every day? Kill me now. Kill us both. Um, <laughs> But how do you determine, you know, who's kind of, uh, you know, fucking lack of a better term, doing things right or whatever? Yeah, I mean, one of the one of the things is, you know, uh, folks that speak out of action and not out of words, you know, that, that really speak through what they're doing. Um, you know, it's like one of the things that has been kind of humbling for me is to have to bring myself up out of what I'm doing for people to kind of put their hand on my shoulder and be like, yo, bro, this is really happening, you know? And so I feel like, that kind of humbleness that brands carry with them where they're like, they're so dedicated to what they're doing that they don't see that they're bigger than themselves. That's always a winner for me. You know? yeah. uh, but beyond that, you know, it's like one of the, seriously, one of the biggest pieces is uh, social equity. You know, it's like, are you being conscious about the type of people that you're hiring, that you're including in your marketing, you know what I'm saying? It's like, if, I, if, I'm, uh, if I'm looking at a product and I see nothing but the same trope of white man no offense to any of y'all <laughs> yeah i know that you let me know that it's like that there's only one type of person that's being thought about not only with this product but probably behind that product no doubt you know? it, it's been ruined the opposite way though too where like gap and those type of giants will be like we have someone from every culture ever yeah. in our commercial can't so yeah and it's oh, like yeah. god dang people let's just Let's do what you're talking about. Getting together on that small community level is the jam, is what we've tried to do with Hoosier Sophisticate and the Damn Sophisticated right. Hoosiers community, because that's where it starts. We've talked to these people at different conferences and people way smarter than us who you know, got so much more going on than we could, we'll probably ever even dream. And they say, start small, start in your community. Mm -hmm. You're right. using companies from Cherokee. Yeah. You're starting mm -hmm. with a... a, a the, the thing I love about your place so much is like, hey, I don't really know much about weed. I wish there was a place I could go and figure my shit out from rolling to having someone to talk to about it to doing stuff like that. 
There's, I mean, head shops have helped before, but now it's nice to have a place. Why are you looking at? I can't do the show with you looking at me like an unapproving, disapproving father. <laughs> You're talking. You my disapproving your father. What was that? Which is my. Do not talk to the person off camera. I can't help it. That's why it's my own number one rule. I can't help but break it every goddamn time, dude. It's a thing I got. Attention. Um. So yeah, uh, yeah. being a, uh, you got help. You, you were doing pretty when good. I'm gonna right take another right drink of this. Like, yeah. Fucking shows like this. Platforms like like mine. Community. Focus buddy. on that. And it's like that's why the cola works. Yep. Is because we we really you, are Mike. the culture. You know, it's like we yes, really for do. Sure. Who's your sophisticate? The Cola Collective, St. Louis Cannabis Club. We have our hands on the pulse of cannabis culture. We're interacting. We're like you said, not just words, but with actions, right? That's right. Uh, I, if there's when I look at what we're doing, I, I we we talk about this all the time, like trying to uh, trying to assess value or uh, you know assign value to to different uh, you know to to the different events that we're doing, anything like that. It, there is a social equity that is worth. I got to be able to put a tangible value on. If I'm actively helping the community pe- with cannabis, people attached to cannabis, uh, raising money, doing what I can, uh, maybe sometimes I don't have the money to participate financially in some of these different things. So I put in sweat equity. We put in sweat equity. This community comes together regularly with this common bond around uh, you know, our community in particular. And all of these crossovers, I, I feel like, in the cannabis community, we, we just want to be able to take our health into our own hands. Mm-hmm. Explore our own consciousness, uh, uh, be stewards of our community. Like we're not asking to do this so that we can then go out and do fucking criminal shit. <laughs> like that's not what's going on, dude. Here. Totally, we're, it's we're not a bunch. Yeah, yeah. Like we're not we're not taking over the hey, world. Dude. Hey, <laughs> hey, everybody who's huffing duster, let's <laughs> wait, all get together wait, and build the community. Wait, hold on. Total, total, total off topic right now. Have y'all watched the new Pinky and the Brain or anime? I no, not. I'm. I want to watch the new Pinky in the Brain so They're bad. Killing it, dude. Are I they love Animaniacs? I'm in on that. <laughs> okay, I'll do that. We'll talk. Hulu. We'll do that. Okay. Hulu. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Okay. I got to get Hulu. Okay. Get All right. It's password. Guys, Put your password and your Hulu uh, thing. I up want there to. Uh, I'll say one prayer for you. It's about time else for a break here. So I think what we ought to do is hit a quick break. And then when we come back, I want to talk. A, I want to get a little bit more into the social. Jason's equity here too, and he's going to join us at some point. I like it. I want okay. to get into the social equity conversation. We'll get into that article. Uh, I want to get into a couple of cannabis articles. I want to. I want to throw Brennan into the uh, acts of insanity gauntlet. We're going to play a little yes. game. Jason uh, can play that too. Jason can play. Oh, It'll be yeah. fantastic. I want to take a quick break because we have awesome sponsors, Jason being one of them. Sweet Leaf Emporium gives us a place to break it down. We like to, to call it the Church of Unconditional Love and Transcendence, uh, where we can, um, you know, try and uh, be, be one of the battle stations uh, in the, uh, the war on drugs and, and, and trying to, uh, you know, uh, be a bunker for, for free thinkers. Uh, Man, we're good people. Free thinkers and conscious explorers and and big-time lovers, Uh, you know. So um, hopefully uh, you guys can help out or, you know, uh, uh, give our sponsors a shot because they're helping everybody out in the community. They really are. They're invested. We don't – we can make ads for anybody, but the people that we allow put their name on this show, they buy into what our community is. They buy into what the cannabis community is and what it does. Uh, for for everyone and the the opportunities that it presents for everyone and so we want to try and amplify a message that allows as many Missourians as possible to succeed 
in this for sure burgeoning uh, <clears throat> this new market green, green rush that is the the biggest thing to happen, you know. Uh, economically to the state since, you know, Budweiser figured out refrigerated carts, you know, for, know. for train cars. And so Jason from Sweetleaf will blow you. <coughs> That's true. That's true. Uh, he will I'm blow sorry. you a really great a piece, really of, great <laughs> a glass piece, piece of glass. He, he's a, a tremendous uh, gaffer is what they call him on the a scene. A blowsmith. Uh, he's a blowsmith. He's a, a, blowfish. A, a, a true coxman. Oh. And a blow, blow blower. <laughs> Blow, master blower of things. It's a big old blower. Yeah, that's what he does. Guys, these are Look our sponsors. Them. They'll help you out. Some help of them are him. homicidal murderers. Some of them want to talk creepy things to you in the middle of the night. Uh, some of them are just trying to funnel leads from all of the extreme sides of uh, right the human population. Uh, and you some of them leads? are growing. And some of them are creating probably the best uh, uh, hemp-derived CBD uh, medicine, CBD medicine CBD. you'll ever try. So I'm all CBD. These are our right. sponsors. Uh, I've had too much of this CBD news. I'm going to go punch my dad in the face because he never listened to me. Take a swing, old man. Take a go fucking ahead, swing. <laughs> we'll see you guys. That's what CBD does to people. We'll see you guys on the other side oh, of the wait, break. No, it doesn't. No. Welcome back, Hoosier Sophisticate Show. Back, ladies and gentlemen, non-binary sentient artificial intelligence to the second hour of the Hoosier Sophisticate Primetime Show, joined by Brennan England, proprietor of the Cola Lounge, St. Louis Cannabis Club. We're having fun. We're talking cannabis. We leading into the uh, the break. We got we started talking about social equity, and it's an incredibly important conversation. Um, I don't know that there were really well, based on what Lyndall Fraker said in a recent interview with Grown In. There was really, uh, they don't see it as a problem that um, many mi minority businesses were granted licenses. He said that the, the law didn't really call for that. They don't see it as a problem with the DHSS. And that's just one aspect of social equity. I think, you know, leading into what we're all thinking about for a ideal recreational bill. Uh, a lot of people want to see some provisions in there that also expunge a lot of Nonviolent cannabis uh, <laughs> penalties, which can we please? I mean, and that, maybe say sorry. <clears throat> that is incredibly important, but I want to talk about kind of what social equity means as far as uh, you know what we're looking for when we're having the social equity conversation. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, swing that back around. So, <clears throat> I think one of the biggest pieces that is uh, important and and at the anchor of social equity and inclusion. Uh, issues is representation, right? And it's a word that we that gets hot hot keyed a lot, 
but representation is at the anchor of what cultivates more opportunity. Um, and so if, you know, it's the same thing that we've kind of seen with, uh, in, for children, it's what happens whenever a black child gets to see a black superhero, you know what I'm saying? Where before there was this uh, social construct that was put in place that just said this was a realm for all of these people. And maybe we had like that one token black guy. But for the most part, this is a realm for white people. You know what I'm saying? And so inclusion means that whenever I see this project, I see that I am someone like myself, or maybe not like myself, is involved. You know, and so, and representation means that. And so for me, at the, the core of it, what we see in cannabis culture, my God, I gotta adjust a little bit for this, is that historically, minorities have been at the receiving end of the negative stereotypes of cannabis use. Uh, you know, we didn't even get the Cheech and Chong uh, type culture. Uh, we got, you know, weed ends to eight balls and crack game. And so for us, uh, the amount of inclusion, you know, obviously we have, we've had our Dave Chappelle's and shit, you know, we can talk about the people we have that. But point is, is that um, we have to have a space where uh, whenever we are, let me, let me ground myself. <clears throat> so whenever we have things like these tropes that are put out by businesses and by, uh, uh, by corporations, the Colt 45s and, you know, the Jim Beams and like these, these uh, projects that have like obvious demographics they're trying to reach. Cannabis is tricky because they need us, people of minorities. They need us on the forefront because they know that you can't really talk about cannabis culture without including uh, minorities. And so that's why there are the tropes of Bob Marley and the Rasta man with the joint and all these things because we are included whenever it's tropic but not necessarily whenever it's fiscal. And that's what the adjustment that has to happen in the lens culturally and corporately is that uh, we can't just be in the dispensaries. You know, it's like you can't just look and see uh, black uh, representation serving you behind a bud bar. It's the black representation and the minority representation, the gay representation, the female representation uh, in the corporate rungs, you know. And I was, I was fortunate enough to be featured on uh, Missouri Dreamway magazine uh, on their cover this year. And uh, the entire, uh, the entire edition was about ones to watch in the industry and they included me in that and I was appreciative. Um, there was a social justice piece that was in this. The interesting thing was though that out of the ones to watch there were over 20 something. Uh, there were only two 0.5 people of color, there were three people of color, you know what I'm saying? And what that does is that is not representation for anyone that's looking to aspire to get in, right? It also doesn't change the, the uh, expectation of the people that are already in these ranks and who they're looking for, you know? And these are the same drums that we've beat through <coughs> things like, uh, you know, what's the, what was the, whenever they try to get people into jobs because of their race, what's it called? Uh, affirmative, affirmative action. Affirmative action, right. It's like we see these types of things that are beat you know, we beat the drum in so many ways on like having to include minorities into the fold. And it's like, no bullshit, look at incarceration rates, look at how statistically, uh, you know, that I'm four to five times more likely to be in jail for the same offense just because of the color of my skin. 
you know. Um, and, and, and the length of the sentence will be, the, right. will be exponentially right. higher typically. It's like, so when you look at these things, it's like, no, this isn't just something where it's like, I think that, you know, Jamal shouldn't have to worry about his application because of his name. Right. You know, this is talking about emancipating centuries of, of, of uh, cognitive slavery mm-hmm. on both sides of the aisle of the people that think that these things are okay and acceptable for them to look at people in that way. And then the other side of the people that feel like they have to receive that and own that is who they are, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, for me, social equity uh, means that it has to be a philosophical shift. You know, it has to look at how the people on the internals are looking at the people that they work with. You know, like I said, like one of the things whenever I'm working on my projects, <clears throat> me being a black male, is I think about, you know, I, I have certain things that I don't have to think about because I'm a male. And so I'll think about, okay, have I thought about a woman's perspective on this? You know, not because I even think that gender is everything, but it's that I know that inclusion means that I've thought about someone's ideas outside of my own. You know, and the people that obviously wrote the laws that put, you know, more black men in jail than white men for the same crimes and have perpetuated these negative stereotypes on minorities for for drug use. They're not going to hand us those those uh, the right answers. You know, like we have to build those from within, you know. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, part of it is that we have to be able to to send them these demands, you know, and we have to let them know that we're watching and we're holding them accountable for these things on the corporate level. And then the other part is we have to hold ourselves accountable, you know, and we have to use these opportunities as points of dialogue uh, to ask questions about these things that maybe we made assumptions about, you know, and that's on both sides of the aisle, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. Let me ask you, does, <clears throat> does an outright, uh, I mean, a truly free market that is an open licensing process that allows, I mean, really, as long as you meet financial requirements uh, and, and are able to participate in their testing and tracking uh, guidelines that they set up, a truly free market that allows um, basically any applicants in, does that solve a bunch of that? Like, for instance, you know, if a if a primarily minority owned uh, business is just at the very least, and this is this is what I've been arguing for all along, is every Missourian should have the opportunity to enter into this uh, this economic boon, right? This 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 thing that allows them to sink or swim based on their own business acumen. Does <clears throat> when when talking about kind of you know being inclusive, but also making sure that you're in contact with you know different minority communities, does just allowing people to play by the same guidelines fix a bunch of that? I mean, the culture is most likely going to support the culture. That I think we see that in just about everything i mean does that does that solve a bunch of that without having to to try and centrally plan that yeah you know that's one of the things that's uh it doesn't um do i have a direct answer to what does no but i can tell you that you know the working in the neighborhood that i've worked in and that i've lived in the main thing that i see is a lot of people will say well you know well what if we just give all the money to these problems you know and we give everyone the same shot well the issue is, is that equity and equality are not the same. You know, equity is, is more complex than having the same resources. Equity means that you have to have the same uh, infrastructure, the same pre- preparation, the same inertia. Equity is generational, even just in your, in your concept of how you can build growth. You know? And so whenever, you, whenever you're looking at how you want to build a business, for instance, if you've come from a culture that tells you that you're not going to have a problem, 
or that you're going to have a, or, or you haven't had, you come from a culture, for instance, let me, let me flip it. In black culture, there's immediately um, a trigger. If you're going to be a person that's going to want to be an entrepreneur is, okay, how am I going to move into the market and make myself relevant? How am I going to be respected and honored equally among all other businesses, regardless of my race? Um, and it's like, how, and then you have to be able to showcase that. You know what I'm saying? And so the problem is, is that you can't build that with just giving someone a packet on what the resources are. You have to build that by uh, a nourishing cultural infrastructure that says that you can, that empowers types of thought. You know, Bob, Bob Marley said, you know, emancipate ourselves from mental slavery, only truth will free our minds. Paraphrasing. But part of that is that we have to look at this as a philosophical thing, and that's why resources alone don't, you know, answer the, the, the you know, don't fix it. Does it help? Fuck yeah. Oh, Fuck yeah. yeah. Put, put it equal to that point. But know, yeah. know that equality doesn't mean equity, and we still got work to do. That's fair. You yeah, that's saying? fair. I, I feel like that's, to me, it's a logical first step, right? Like, the idea, first and foremost, is to set a, a set of rules. Here's the rules to participate in this industry. Now go. Can you can you meet the rules? Great. Okay. Now at least everybody gets to put their business plan together, gets to serve a neighborhood that they're a part of without having to go through some kind of silly fucking lottery like I already have you already have people on Cherokee Street that you've known for 10 years. If you if you were able to join a team and open a cannabis business mm -hmm. and you were able to meet all the requirements to do it, you would already have people that would be happy to give you patronage. You do with a, with right. a social cannabis club as That's it right. is. So step one to letting communities kind of uh, not only support themselves but also thrive, like we see this in neighborhoods where people just take a chance on a neighborhood that's maybe blighted or run down. Like when, when given the opportunity to actually get some, to, to make it a place where we can all participate in a in a uh, a voluntary exchange of services, uh, you know, money, uh, uh, products and goods. We typically neighborhoods will rally around one another, and I are I feel like given the opportunity, there are so there's so much good that can immediately come of people being able to participate just based on their own business acumen. Damn right. I have the money, I meet all the rules, this is my plan for business. If it works, cool, I'm gonna keep growing, I'm gonna keep serving my community. If it doesn't, someone else might buy me out or I'll close up shop. But I did it because I had a chance, yeah. right? That's step one. Then we can kind of get to the more nuanced uh, uh, planning of this thing because you, you said it yourself, we, I don't think any of us really know what the answer is. We're searching for that answer. So let's have at least as level of a playing field as possible to start. Wait, I think you guys good. I'm I'm all right. Uh, Is CBD enough CBD for I, you, bud. Enough, enough of that uh, native hemp CBD, man. <laughs> uh, but uh, but you know, also just just give me an opportunity to to serve the family that I've cultivated. That's right. For for my entire adult life, while you people <clears throat> were throwing people like me in jail. How about that? Exactly. How about that? Here's, like, that's my bitch. Here's the deal. I love the motto of the Missouri cannabis industry. It's kind of like the homemade model of the uh, Missouri cannabis industry. Almost probably most of the cannabis industries, most of the industry, may the best white man win. You know, it's kind of like, that's how, okay, president, everything since the dawn of, yeah, that's a good way to go about things. So I can mean, as a 37-year-old white guy now, I'm like, okay, I got to take 
you know, a file of everything that's happened through my life and kind of figure this shit out. Cause I grew up like in the city. I, then I moved to Jeff County and it was a fucking stark difference. And I'm like, okay, now this, this is where all the white people went. Okay. This is where, okay. Jeff County. I'm like, okay. I never see a person of color ever mm-hmm. in my old neighborhood. It was like, well, the apartments over here and then the houses over here. And it was kind of fenced off and we all hung out together. So it was a whole weird dynamic as a child now reassessing everything, you know, like, okay, this, it's neighborhood by neighborhood in South City with like knuckleheads and kind of a good little neighborhood here. So where am I now, you know? And I think what I can do, and this is a conversation I'd love to have, is I think on my own terms, I can uh, research and, and find people and say, oh, okay, this person's uh, doing things and they feel good they're giving off a good energy a good vibe whatever it is i'm connected to some sort of source Mm -hmm. and this person is too and they're following their passions dreams and things but i also have to be cognizant of how no there were legit laws destroying people of color's families like that's something i'll never even begin to comprehend Mm -hmm. so the fact that's first step second step is going oh fuck now can i do something about it can i say i'm only going to shop at african-american businesses because that's what i it's like okay i guess bud you know you're no you know what we don't need your help you know I mean? little, we appreciate you don't calm down, uh, yeah calm down a little bit bud so there's a ha- there's a balance there where i just yeah. want to support people yeah, yeah. and i'm not uh, uh um uh ignorant to the past like mm-hmm. that's sh- we've been through some fucked up shit and i was always a, a kid saying Hey man, America's fucking number one, dude. We did it. Everything's number Land one. Land of the free. Right. Land of the free. Land of the free. Gold medalist. Everything's number one about it. <laughs> yeah, number Tonight. one in prison. Yes. Or in prisoners, number one in homelessness. Yeah. And now it's number like one what? in debt, national debt. What does it mean to be an American now? What yeah. does it mean to me to be an American? And that still harkens back to freedom and realizing that that's one of the things I, I love about cannabis is the outlaw oppressive nature of it. It's like, yeah, I can say that, you know, that by the definition of oppression, I, all of us weed smokers, man, together, of all these different creeds yeah. and colors and shit, they've oh, yeah. been trying to shit on us, man. But now and they're going to make, now they're going to make And we can stay in the, in, in where we say, you're passionate about your industry. I'll do, I'll do whatever I can to help you out. Yeah, I'm right. Yeah. And we're getting to that COVID. One of the good things about COVID, it's like support your local business on Facebook and people will come out and do it. I mean, we've seen the biggest transfer of wealth and fucking maybe ever, but also ever. we're starting to get conscious about that. I feel like we are. And when we have discussions like this, mm-hmm. it can only help things get better. Hopefully. Yeah. And getting the kids together. Like when we get all of our kids together and say, they're all like, yeah, okay, this is cool. It's kind of it's the way it is. You know, they're, they're so, uh, they'll absorb the, 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 the zeitgeist around them. Oh, yeah. And we can all kind of make that life better because we were talking about it earlier we back when we were kids was like dude oh my wife and i were talking about it getting drunk at a cyc game with all the kids and all the dads like get hammered get drunk after work get hammered that's what you did when i thought when i turned 21 18 16 when i turned 21 i just drank i went and got a job 
and I drank when I got home from work. That's what you And that's why I, I had one on the way home from work. I had to fucking <laughs> deal with the old fucking lady. Oh, hey, bud. We had to deal with the old lady. We had to deal with the old lady. We had to deal with the old lady, deal with the fucking no kids. Doubt, man. Drink a bunch of beers, Come go on. outside in the garage, talk to my neighbor, buddy, take up a fucking hobby like woodworking or some shit, <laughs> and drink myself silly until I started. <laughs> and weed, the parents who smoked weed, it was always like, Fucking Mr. Wilson, fucking, he goes downstairs and he comes up smelling a little funny. And then he thinks fucking uh, commercials are real funny. funny. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. He's like crying at this AT and Southwestern Bell (laughs) commercial. (laughs) And you're like, oh, okay, dude, didn't see that coming out of you. He's just ripped. You know what I mean? But that was, it was a secret. We've come a long way. There's still a lot more we can well, do as people, and being conscious of yourself, I think, is the yeah, first step. Yeah, well, I think one of the things that you said that, that's that's anchoring is that cannabis really is a conduit for uh, normalizing things like oppression. Yeah. So that whenever someone, because this is the thing about privilege. All right, I'm just going to lay this out for all everyone here, for every black and white and yellow person that's watching this right now. Privilege is an intersectional thing. Everyone has privileges of different types. Let's talk about teeth. All right. If you have what are, is considered good teeth, what is that? Is that why I hold this out? Then you never have to think about smiling. Think about someone that has what are considered mangled teeth, and that every time they want to express joy, that they have to think about all of the things that make them fearful before they even just to get to express joy. So having good teeth if we could all agree, is a privilege. Sure. We don't get to choose that. It's like, fuck, I didn't get to choose that I've got good teeth in my mouth. Don't get mad at me because I've got good teeth. Well, I think you could do so certain fuck. things to, to up the right odds right that you got <laughs> hey, good teeth. Hey, first of all, I have a very, I have a whole routine to take care of my <laughs> right. teeth. It's yeah, very expensive. I, think you got I, I buy the $7 toothpaste. Right. I don't fuck around with For teeth. Well, the, the freedom, I get the $1 though, toothbrush. There's and a the freedom $7 that person toothpaste. gets. So if you have good teeth, perfect example is yes. If you have teeth, if you have good teeth, money... <laughs> Is a is a as a resource that can actually provide you with a better life, right? So money is a privilege to someone that has bad teeth, especially more so than someone that doesn't have bad teeth. Grab that microphone, do maybe swing it over a little bit. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Sorry. Thanks. But yeah, so I, whenever I talk about this with people, whenever I'm trying to to just get people to really get it on board together, it doesn't matter what color you are. If you have to smile and it makes you uncomfortable, you are having an adversity on the inside that your, your brother or sister that doesn't have that doesn't, you know? And so whether you're black or white or whoever, you can say that if I have good teeth, I have a privilege of having good teeth. I have good teeth through the privilege. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so part I don't of know. I think it's someone who has a mangled teeth and they just start going, hey, buddy. And you're like, <laughs> motherfucker's got great personality. Just fucking fucking fights through it. Right, you know what I mean? Sloth right. from the Goonies. Pushes. What does that fucking dude's face with right. his mouth? He's like two teeth, isn't he? Exactly. I love that guy. Remember him? <laughs> yes, I from remember the Goonies. Sloth, remember sloth from the Goonies? Yeah, I remember. So then, so That's then, empowering. Well, it's empowering, but it's also that it's tokenism. You know, like that Except, person That person has been completely objectified fuck. for what they look like, and they've embodied that so that yes. they can even make money on it. Yeah, yeah. Knowing, I mean, knowing I, good and well I that most makeup even, for him. even whenever you double down on that and think about that, most <laughs> comics, many comics, actually suffer from severe depression. Oh no they, doubt. Oh, t- t- comedians, yeah, they have sure. serious mental health issues. Yeah. A lot of them. Yeah. So just the ability to even try to get to laugh at yourself <laughs> is pretty hard. But yeah. So going back and dialing it in, right? It's like so. Whenever we all come to the table and we all start trying to think about like 
how, what are the new conversations to have? You know, like, what is the way to really like check how we're dialing into this and be like, whenever we talk about teeth then we can move out from there, you know, in any direction, whether it be that, you know, if you're transgender and Native American and handicapped and have a uh, jacked up grill, you think <laughs> that you've got the same life, uh, you know, adv- advantages. You know, it's been statistically proven that people with jacked up grills actually are, have less uh, advancement in life. They're more likely to be clinically depressed beyond on uh, antidepressants uh, just if they can't get their teeth fixed. Well, shit, I think that's poor people tend to have worse teeth probably, too, on a percentage-wise. Like, yeah. then, you know, if your weird. parents are like, yeah, get them braces, get them all that shit. Sure. My parents were like, you ain't getting braces, <laughs> bud. Sorry. Yeah. You're going to have to fucking and that's wear that. that's important for people that have the privilege of money to be compassionate for people that don't. Because it's like, look, you don't even know. It's like, yeah, your parents, you thought it was embarrassing for you to have braces while you were in high sure. school. Imagine not being able to have braces when you're in high school, and then you get to try to you know, whatever point in your life, you know? But anyway, so the point is, is like, you know, I, I, I bring this in, I drop, drop it in as an anchor and, and when we're talking about equity and, and, and social equity, because a lot of times it's hard for people to humble themselves to what they might be walking with that someone else, uh, or what they might not be walking with that someone else is. You know, someone else could be carrying something that you don't even really realize. Oh yeah, you know? dude. And I, that's why I always try to empathetically connect people to joy, because it's like, just think about it, if you, just had to if you didn't feel comfortable just smiling you know what i'm saying yeah. but that's what it is whenever uh you know a black entrepreneur wants to start a business you know it's like you know uh if you're trying to apply to a job in an area where you see no one that looks like you it's like mm, oh yeah i'm gonna go in there i take that shit for granted all the time so, you know and so those are the things that those whenever we talk about like what can we do you know what can you do as white men you know advocating yeah. for me and asking me is to think about it in that way so that whenever you go out and you're navigating conversations with other people, you keep that type of compassion in mind because then you'll see, yeah, it's not just about black people. It's not just about white people or, or Asians or whatever, or toothless, you know, toothless people or transgenders. It's like yeah. we can see that intersectionally we all need to find a center in this. Yeah, you know? sure. And like if we can honor each one of us individually and, and humble ourselves to see that people are on a different path, and it's like, we're going to build with the right bricks. You know? Yep. And, and to the yeet, to the yoink, to that, assholes come in all colors, too. You know what I mean? So that's the great thing about assholes. <laughs> <laughs> and just people in general. If you try to love everybody, that's what's going to happen. That's and not you, a saying, Steve. Yeah. That's a saying. <laughs> assholes it come in all it's, colors. It's recorded. It's absolutely a saying now. No, no it is. Hey, he coined uh, it. Just to put a bow on everything. That, that was, was beautiful. absolutely. Do you like to eat ass, Steve? <laughs> I just want to know. Do you like to do eat I ass? Do I like to eat oh, ass? Steve's no, I don't, butt, actually. Butt, all right. <laughs> if my gal butt. liked it, I would have been munch butt all day. We got, <laughs> we got clean. Listen, when the mood's right, I don't want really to get into it. Um, hey, but this wait, is listen. the perfect segue. Uh-huh. Um, we got clean. We got the cleanest buttholes in town. No doubt. This Sorry. is the perfect. Get a bidet, by the way. You get a bidet. You cave dwelling That's rubbing. Such a waste of money. I was using a baby diaper washer for a while. Get a get a bidet. It's the best hundred dollars you'll ever spend in your life. Get a bidet. Craig, why would God, I spend a hundred dollars? I got the shower head with the jet. I appreciate it. Oh, I, do uh, I do too. Get a bidet. It works pretty well. Right. That jet, you get that jet up in there, there's a whole and it's running down your legs. You right. freak! It, it, yeah, get a bit. What's wrong get with him? him. Listen, the, poops uh, going over the shower head, and then he's showering I, a little poop. I really appreciate them in the eye. Yeah, that happens all the time. I really appreciate the conversation because it's one of those things where uh, you know people have have even approached Steve and I, and I'm like, listen. 
I'm not going to sit here and have a conversation with my 37-year-old white friend about social equity without somebody yeah, who we has get it. any We're... kind of perspective. Yeah, so you want to talk about perspective. I, I wanted to drop this, too. I actually was raised for the first part of my life in Jefferson County as one of only two dark-inflected people in a K-12 through program. Oh, I bet, dude. And so, you know, the first part of my life, I spent very much so just trying to acclimate, assimilate, and go under the fucking radar. Yeah. I, wear, I wore Zones jeans. Tried to part my, my hair down the middle with LA looks. Yes, you know what I'm yes, that's because, awesome. Because there was a tokenism was that? that I was on, experiencing buddy. the entire time, where folks were like, "Brandon, why you know why don't you join the basketball team? Brandon, you can dance, dance for us, Brandon." Oh like, shit! But you, you know, were a really good dancer and you I could am, run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's like, you're like, he's like, I was actually oh, great at both of those you things. Know, how'd you know that if you asked, I had to do it? Fuck you. <laughs> but yeah, but you know, that's, you know, so that's, that's like, uh, yeah. for me, my journey started in Jeffco and then flipped to where I moved gotcha. to the South Side. So I went from being like constantly trying to really kind of just fit in with white folks and not be black. This is the other piece. I, I'm, I'm multiracial. My mom's white. My dad's black. And when I was raised by my white mother, she was doing her best by me. Um, but it still hurt because she told me that my race didn't matter. She said, well, Brennan, it doesn't matter what race you are. She said, just look at you. You're beautiful. Listen to you. She wasn't wrong. Saying it with the best of intentions, but not she understanding wrong what she was saying. Right. Hard. I mean, she was No, but, 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 but the, the part is like, right, she, she, because what she meant was is that my race shouldn't matter. Because the only reason she had to say that is that every day I walked outside the door, I was being met by adversities. You know what I'm saying? I was being met by people calling her a nigger lover. By people saying that I was a porch monkey. You know, by saying, you know what a nigger is? Let me show you. Because they had to teach me about my color. Because I didn't, I was being told from the outside that my color didn't matter. So they were like, no, boy, you black. Yeah. And so the escapism for me was like, you know, no, I'm not. You know, like, no, I'm not any of these things. I'm colorblind, you know. But the, the yeah. issue is, is that, that that creates a vacuum internally of self-identity uh, I, I, like self-worth that I wasn't able to say no I am black and I should be black for good reasons not just these reasons that people are telling me you know and then when I moved to the city yeah. and I was able to kind of like reintegrate I, I cr had in a completely different type of abrasion because I had been so assimilated that the black folks were like boy I don't know what you are but you ain't black you know, <laughs> like, yeah, black. and you know because culturally black people have been also polarized within their communities to say sure. anything that is outside of our trope is not us. Yeah. You know, and the biggest piece was, is that they said that, you know, you carry the, the language and the name of the oppressor. Your mom was white. You know, I had a kid in the eighth grade say, your mom looks like a slave trader. Jonah and all, we were, you know, he's trying and to- And he actually had a picture in a book, and you're right. like, Jesus Christ, he's like, that's damn. a remarkable <laughs> resemblance. You're like, actually, no. Mom! You're like, that's my grandma. <laughs> yeah, shit! <laughs> Yeah, he said this because in his mind, he didn't know he's eighth grade kid. He's just trying to make fun of me. But, you know, in his mind, he saw it as your mom carries the face of the oppressor. You know, yeah. your mom carries all of this stuff to me that makes me uncomfortable. And so as much as he was coming down on me, it was coming down on me as a plate from a place that he thought I was a threat because he thought that I had things that he didn't. You know, when I lived in the country and these kids were telling me things about them, about myself, it's because they thought that they had things I didn't. They're like, look at this kid. We could talk whatever we want to about him because we, we're white. We don't have to worry about that. At least we're not uh, black. 
you know. But when I got to the city, these kids were like, "Oh, well, look at this dude. You know, Fuck. he's got he has a white family." So, you know, we so it went from people that had a a uh, a, a uh, what's it called a supremacy about them that they thought they were better than me, to a people that felt an inferiority complex because they thought I thought I was better than them, and so their acceptance wasn't Damn. built on their lack of acceptance wasn't built on the fact that they didn't like me. It was that, that they couldn't trust me because they felt like I carried things that might hurt them. And obviously, I have to carry all this in the same body, right? Yeah. From one side to the other. We can do a whole segment on being multiracial. Uh, but the piece of it is, is that because of my, my dual walk, I am a very potent testimony on what pieces really work, what don't, and where they exist and why. You know what I'm saying? And that's why reverse racism doesn't exist. Straight up, reverse racism does not exist. Now, prejudice exists. Reverse racism as people being racist against white people? Is that what right. we're... Okay. Because prejudice can exist against white people. Where a black person can say, I don't like you, I don't trust you because you're white. I might even aggress you because you're white. That's based on prejudice. Racism is a system of racial control and supremacy based on race, which black people can't exhibit because historically they've been at the receiving end of that. So... A person of color being reverse tense or aggressive against a white person is the effect of racism. It is a prejudice effect. Now, there's no justification for any act of harm or aggression. I'm not saying any of that. Yeah. But some people are just assholes. When, when you look at cause and effect, it's like, well, the prejudice of the black community is based on a fear and a, and a lack of trust in the white community. So it's like chicken or the egg. Well, it's like, well... Yeah. Well, my mama looks like a slave trader. I see why you think that way. You know what I'm saying? It's like, fuck, as much as this is fucked up, this is the, the reality that I have to deal with, you know? But it's like, you know, that's part of what, you know, we, the work that we have to do in this industry is like really kind of like looking at how those tropes still play out and we enable them yeah. so that, you know, we don't become the receiving end of those things. Like, you don't have to be that dude because your teeth look like that. Like, I don't have yeah. to be the token black guy. You know, I don't have to fit that trope. I don't have to dance and sing the thing, you know? And, like, that's part of what's cool about cannabis culture is that we are all authentically stoners. You know what I'm saying? Like, we all authentically smoke weed. And so it brings us together to talk about things like this because we build a trust. Yes. And I find that in the cola, when I see people that I know on social media, I'll see them coming from two completely different angles where I know that they've got completely different social perspectives on things. I don't fuck with that on social media because the cola is a space for buds to meet, you know? And so yeah. people come to the cola, they break down the flower, you know what I'm saying? And I'll see them start to have connections unknowingly to them that they're letting down all of these guards behind them and they're healing all this shit that they don't even know that they have against each other. You know what I'm saying? Just because they want to break down and smoke the flower. Yeah, And it's like, you know, to, to, to soften it and bring it all back around, you know, it's like that's where this has become part of my journey. You know, oh, it's like man. I get to continue to cultivate experiences for people to break those, those molds, you know. <laughs> for I sure. It. I love it, brother. We're all about, 90s kids especially, it was all about trying to fit somebody in a fucking box of who they were and what they stood for. I think the younger generation is straying away from that a little bit, you know, to where we're like, geeks. Stoners, freaks, these guys. Oh, the fucking, these guys look like this over here. These guys look like this. this is what they do. And I think with the connectivity of the world, hopefully, that it says, oh, yeah, like I remember I had a pen pal in Pennsylvania. I was like, stoked, Pennsylvania. That's like 
six hours away <laughs> and now my kids playing video games with people from all over and then yeah. i'll use that as a thing to be like do you know where that dude you're from is like i got him a map in his room so he could start seeing oh shit that's a pretty far place away and i'm like let's connect the youth so because i always struggle with that too like yeah i don't see color you know what i mean and then it's like I, if i have to this is something i struggle with sometimes real talk i Real talk, you got. No, I'm lay it on me, bud. Like when I want to describe somebody, and there's an African American gentleman or someone of color, I'll be like the guy in the black shirt and thing. But there's a bunch of white guys around him. It'd be very easy for me to be like, "Oh, it's the black guy over there," you know. But I'm like, no, I should be better about myself to be like, it's the guy with the hat on and the guy with the pants, you know, mm-hmm. to, to, to describe something in that era. Yeah. But then I'm like, God damn, man. Like, so even sometimes I'm like, man, it's pretty hard for a 37 year old white guy. But then I'm <laughs> the like, struggle. no, the it's not. Horror, I'm always this whole thing. You know? Yeah, exactly. Right. I'm like, man, it's tough. But well, I'm like, no, it's not. You here's asshole. an analogy for you and why, why your journey matters and why your struggle is real. All right, that's a real conflict. And like, say, say I, uh, I set up a, how much time we got right now? As much we time. got as much so time. We can go like, time say, we say I set up a room, a uh, classroom, and I put everybody in desks. And for the, for the sake of the exercise, I'm going to be an old white man with a powdered white wig. Nice. Right. We got one. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I can put it on right now. Yeah. All right, so say, say that you, uh, so you get into this room, all right? And this old white man, he's like, all right, well, I want all y'all, welcome to America. I want you, all y'all to sit in these seats. And I want, the, I want you, straight, straight cis Christian white guy, you're going to sit in front. Uh, you're the, Sweet. His, his wife, <laughs> oh, you're going to sit right next to him. Yeah. Uh, you, know, uh, you know, we got, uh, we, got a, we got a white guy. Oh, but he's Irish. Uh, no, he's going to go a couple seats back. Yeah. Uh, the black guy, oh, no, you go right back behind him. You know, black woman, oh, back behind him. And then it's like. Then we get to what we'd say earlier, a toothless transgender Native yeah. American handicapped person. Yeah. It's like, oh no, you go all the way to the back of the room, you know. And if you got money, move up a seat. If you got a lot of money, move up a bunch of seats. Yeah. You know? Or if you want to play bad, some trope. If you got bad teeth, move back a seat. Two seats if you got bad teeth. But if you got money, you can move back up. Yeah. So then Steve sitting at the front of the room and he's just like Fuck, man, the fans blowing. The teacher's looking at me. My wife's got to bring it down. All those people are looking at me. Everybody's looking at me. I got my own fucking problems, okay? Yeah, he makes it like that. He, he throws into the bucket, and he's like, please make it. Please make it. You know what I'm saying? But you're still close to the fucking bucket. And then yeah. the guy the guy behind you is just like, uh, yeah. That, or no, your wife is just like, yeah, that sounds good, baby, but your arm's in my way. And actually, uh, I didn't even have the vote, the, the, the chance to vote before this black guy back here. So uh, your arm's really the fuck in my way. I can't I see. And then so then the guy back behind you is just like, the black dude's like, uh, yeah, both of y'all are in my way. So on and so forth, all the way back. The teacher are going to send them to detention any minute now, anyway. Right. <laughs> right, you get to the back of the room. So then he, puts a, he crumples up a piece of paper, right? And he puts a, he puts a uh, recycling bin in the front. And he says, okay, everybody throw a piece of paper in this basket. And so then everybody crumples it up. You start thinking about your problems. The fan's blowing. He's watching. Everybody's watching. You know, bro behind you is like, fuck, his head's in my way. You know? Then the person behind that is like, I got some money. I'm going to get back up in front of both of y'all. You're pissing me off. You know what I'm saying? So all of those, all of those things are valid struggles. Yeah. 
they are intersectional and that we all are experiencing it from a different module. And we just have to have the compassion for each other to understand yeah. that we all got our own shit in this, but it doesn't mean it burns the same or that we have the same stick in it. You know, it's like someone, I'm sure if you talk to someone that, ha that is missing a leg, you know, if you bitch about hurting yourself when you're running, they're not going to be like, fuck you. Yeah. You know, they're like, no, you got your own problems, bro. Like, yeah, uh, obviously it's <laughs> yeah. not my problem. <laughs> they might say, fuck me for something else yeah. that I've done. Uh, you know <laughs> yeah, no, no doubt, dude. That's, so, that's a great way to put it, yeah, man. Yeah, so it's like, you know, you're, where you're at is where people got to be. And so it's like, how do we fix that? And it's yeah. like, well, you know, the basket's in the front of the room. Yeah. The basket is the goal, right? And it's like, so what do we do about this? And some would say, you know, we put a basket next to every table and we give everyone the, you know, it's the basket... Or welcome to communism, bud. Right. Or maybe <laughs> we put the maybe we rearrange the room. You know, maybe we put the basket in the center, and we put everybody in a circle. Does the, the you know, does the fucking white guy at the head of the room be like, hey man, let me go sit back a little bit and make things more equal? Like, right. is that something that I feel like I want to I want to spend my money at businesses where I do feel like because I think the war on drugs has dramatically affected people of color. It's, it's crazy not to see that as people who are opening up luxury dispensaries while people are still in jail over this shit. For life. So how do For I life. do that? And it's not like if I spend my money in the, in the African-American community, I'm sure some, within that, I think as a white guy, I'm like, I'm helping. But then they're like, no, Jerry's a fucking asshole over here. Don't give your money to him. So uh, to bring it back to the, to the classroom thing, it's like, if all of us fucking eat mushrooms in the woods together <laughs> and then come back into the classroom, I feel like there's a better chance where we're like, yeah, we're going to fucking move the seating around and I'm going to walk a mile in your shoes. You're going to walk a mile in mine and we're going to maybe pass this thing around. For this is a cool school. It's a really, really cool, neat school. Really neat school. Let's burn a fucking heater right But here. then we'll all figure out, oh, you're a musician. The best way to get that thing in the thing is you, you play these... Uh, synth waves and it actually raises the ball on frequencies <laughs> yeah. oh dude you're a farmer you're gonna plant uh, this plant with a spring in its step and when you you know what I mean <laughs> I actually don't I have no idea guys, I'm everybody has a special talent guys and with that was a very no idea what you're saying I'm right saying now. when machines take over eventually We'll all be able to really accept each other. I gave up. We need to start looking ago. at each other as us <laughs> against the machines. A and B. With all of our little talents together, I think we're we're learning more about each other on that way, and that's helping us uh, connect to where you know we're all putting in our own little special sauce when it comes to getting that ball in the in the okay. can. You know, all right. whether it be. A, I was just remember that thing we saw. Yeah, no, you, you brought it all this together. Did that? Did that? Go? <laughs> you did. You put uh, a bow on it. You this put is a, a bow great on it. And we haven't even got to the weird stuff yet. No, I guess we're going a little long tonight. Here's what we ought to do. Yep. Um, I think we ought to play. Commercial break again. <clears throat> Seth will play uh, commercial break one on the <laughs> on this one, and uh, <laughs> we have another guy guest. We have another guest. We have a game that I really want to play. Oh yeah, we'll bring the guest on, play the game. That was and like, talk for. I appreciate bit. having a heavy talk, but also like so eloquently put, bud. I really yeah, dude, you're I appreciate great. The way that I mean, because Thanks, it, it like is the way all about perspective, and to and I'll tie it into to one of my passions with psychedelics. One of the best things about 
when people want to share their psychedelic story with me or something like that is typically that is one of the most intimate moments that they've had. And when you have these intimate moments, you're searching for words that not only give the experience shape, but define it. And that's super difficult with our clunky ass language. But typically what happens is uh, you, you find a way, you make it an allegory, you find a way to equate it to everyday experience or somewhat, you know, give, give it that fourth dimensional uh, relatability, uh, I guess, you know, you're what, what I'm saying is, is that you, you, you take the, the experience and you try and put it in layman's terms, right? And the people that are best at that advance this, this thought. And when you can take the, because from a, 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 a cis white male who figured this out over the last few years, when people are saying something is affecting them negatively, that doesn't mean that I am being attacked. That doesn't, that isn't an attack of my character. It's something that they are experiencing. And, you know, I, I saw it when a bunch of people who I loved were crying out about an experience that they are having and it had reached a boiling point, you know, and this has happened generationally like there have been several of these boiling points throughout throughout history and <clears throat> finding ways to hear something that don't make it feel like an attack is how we end up having a, a conversation with enough depth that we actually come to some kind of understanding and I think Damn you right. did a really good job at that. Thanks, man. Yeah, it was. So, all right. I enjoy these conversations. I do, too. It's like, it's tough. To, I do, too. I but mean, it's not really tough for me. I'll say anything. Like, I feel like I'm comfortable. We're all comfortable that my heart's in the right place. If I do say something that's stupid, it's like, oh, yeah, dude, this is. And I'm learning all the fucking time from different perspectives. I think that's the only fucking way to do it. Like, Damn I right. love talking to people from different countries, too, <clears throat> and just trying to sit in their shoes for a minute and be like, because a lot of people are like, America sucks. If you talk to somebody who's like worked their way from a, another country who really had it shitty, they're like, dude, America's pretty fucking awesome. So I'm like, you're right, dude. I need to go watch The Patriot again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to commercial break. When we come back, it's we got to get to some dick jokes. So kids, uh, I know, no I know. longer I'm sorry. Get, I'm put sorry. the kids to bed. We got a game uh, called put Acts of Insanity. Uh, that this is, is going to be good. It's uh, it's basically adult charades. So. Uh, it's like uh, charades meets uh, charades. Actually, what's the uh, what's the Cards uh, Against Humanity kind yeah. of? Yeah, yeah. Dip, 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 yeah dip, dip, exactly. Yeah. So uh, let's uh, let's go to commercial break, and on the other side, we'll have a little bit of fun. Hell yeah! Let's do this thing. gentlemen non-binary sentient artificial intelligence oh to the who's sophisticated show it's time to have oh some fun God. we're about to play a little game everybody seems to uh, have some fun tag a tag a friend who's into some really crass sophomoric humor uh we are going to be thrown into the pits here of the acts of insanity uh brendan to give you a little rundown this is how the game goes we uh each one, we have to draw one of each of the colors. One is an action card, one's a character card, one is a location or an object card. Got a little timer here. You have to act out a charade to get uh, everybody, or get your teammates to guess 
what it is that you are. Uh, think the cards are very much like uh, uh, cards against humanity, so it's going to put you in some weird situations. Uh, and I are team captains. And we're team captains. Here we go. Okay. No. Okay. I better say there's one, two, three, shoot. Okay. One, two, three, shoot. All right. Damn, I get the first pick. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Right in. All right. I got. Uh... Oh man. All right. I'll take. Uh, I'll take Seth. Wait. Oh, damn it. Am I playing? <laughs> yeah, so, hold on. Let me make sure I got this right because I'm hella hot. So. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Is, J is Jason oh, playing? Yeah, Jason. I got Jason. I'm taking Mikey. Yeah, hell yeah. I got the two new guys. All right, here we go. I have no clue what's going on in my plane. Yeah, we're oh, playing. Uh, All right, so <laughs> I'll let Steve start with his team. He picked well, first. He gets to go first. Uh, and here we go, guys. I still brought my new car. All right, here's the game. We got some music for the game. No? No. Okay, cool. Way to go. Well, like this? All right, here we go. There we go. All right, I got to get three cards out of here. Take from the middle. Get him. Get him. Get him. Get him. Get him. All right, so you guys will be... Um, Jason, we need you. You're on my team. Jason? We need you. You're on my team. Come on. All right. We got a little... Got a little hourglass, a minute you glass. You guys gotta stand over there. You guys stand over there with them. We're minute glass. There. I'm gonna. I don't know. I, I gotta. I don't. Craig lost your tuner. Fuck him, man. I know, dude. Your that's, tuner? That's stupid. I you only know? play the xylophone around here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Probably, probably Steve O, right. here's your. Uh, there's a timer. My team's disheveled right now. My team is. Just, like they're, they're touching each other. Here we go. Um, there's probably. Maybe back there. All right, guys, you guys go over there. Oh, you have to put water, water there, in this. That was a lighter here, you know. Oh, you water. Water. I got one here. She's got one over there. All right, here we go. All right. <laughs> hey, this I'll is live air, bud. I'll just do it over. I'll do it. You guys, all right, you guys coming out. They're coming out. Hey. Everybody, everybody, come on, everybody. Say a round of applause for my team. What? All right, here we go. Here we go. You dirty. I gotta pick. I gotta pick the right ones. I could have been doing this the whole time. Okay. What's it? What's going? On? I got three cards, and I'm gonna act them out. And it's something ridiculous. You just gotta keep throwing out what you think I'm doing. It's gonna be dirty shit. Dirty? Uh, yes, dirty like, shit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, really yeah. dirty. You said you had a lighter. Okay. It's like a. It's like a person in this action is a tough and a. Hole, guys. What is it? A person, an action, oh and a what God. else? It's a character card, an action, and a, a object, okay, location or object. Okay, I got it. Okay. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. Get that. Hallelujah. All right. All right, start my timer. Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is this is never this is never gonna get done. <coughs> Alright, ready go. Doggy style. Dog uh, 
Jerk face. Oh, Terrible. Yeah. Uh, perv. Perv. Uh, perverted. <coughs> perverted. Horny. Yes, 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 yes. Horny goat? No, wait. Alien? Okay. Horny alien. You're getting it. Lawnmower. Show the camera. Here we go. I can't believe you guys got Come that. Come on. Yeah, I, I can't mean, that's so cool. You, you, got, the good, got, you got the goods on that. <laughs> the first two were easy. <laughs> the rest of that was there you go. Oh, yeah. So I, guess I think you, uh, that counts. Me and Mike are guessing. Uh, oh, oh, you're going to guess. Good job, team. Let's do this. Yeah, boy. Use some more shit on that floor. Horny aliens. I'm going to bulldoze some horny aliens, bud. Who's your champion, bud? Who's your champion? You got these two guessing for you. Good luck. I'm just taking three. Oh, uh, there's no way. God damn. There's no Me way. Me and Mike fucking yeah, killed right. it last there's time. No there's no way. Right, you no can't way. do it. There's not, there's not enough gems in there. They're, these are random. Bro. They're random, bud. It's a tough game. I probably saw those other ones. No, yeah, I probably saw the ones in my pile, the other ones. Trying to keep it together. I was like, keep it together, bro. We are I live. can't believe you guys got that. I know. Tell that, us about some of no our great guys, sponsors. Uh, like, uh, James <laughs> Carlton makes this all possible. He does? Um, he why? does. Uh, and the bottom line is, is what he wants to do is he wants to sell you insurance. And also, he probably wants to murder you in cold blood. Yep. But the best defense against being murdered in cold blood is getting James Carlton insurance. All your insurance needs. You have people and things that you love. And the best thing that could happen if you were to possibly be murdered in cold blood is that your family would at least have uh, a nice policy on you so that they could live out the rest of their days. You should check out James Carlton Insurance, 314-961-4800. It's going to save you some money. Or possibly kill you. It's a very dark labyrinth. All right. All right. Greg's team. Boo. All right. Here we go. Just kidding. Best of luck, guys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. Mike's ready to start guessing. Let's He's like, I'm ready to today, guess things. Today. He's crouching. <laughs> He's like stretching sucks. out. Yeah, we can't. We'll play yeah, we can't say anything. Trump. Oh, okay. 
That was total Trump. Trump. Tommy. Tommy uh, Tuck. CPR. Tommy Tuck. Given Pushing. belly dancing. Belly believing. Throwing. He's got a uh, eating disorder. Purging. Alien. Get Stomach. Intestines. Sucking in. Pushing oh, in. What is that? Uh, is he got a uh, fucking uh, a goddamn a uh, when you pumping, fucking pumping? Yeah. Pumping. Yeah. Yeah. Alien. Or what was the first word? Trump. <laughs> Trump pumping. Trump pumping. <laughs> President Trump. Uh, fucking. His ass. Oh, what the hell? Pumping. Plumber. Trump pumping. Plumber Jesus Christ. A plumber in the ass. He. President Trump, Trump, okay, pumping. who's still your president, pumping. is pumping. I'm just <laughs> pumping stuff. No, you're... you can't say what am I fucking pumping? <laughs> <laughs> just because you President said it Trump, Trump, pumping, pumping. It's not pumping. Yes, God. Pumping his plumber ass pipe. Where's oh. the time? God, hey, we got time. You're going we got time. To, we got oh, time. This is say it full. Say the whole Trump, thing, guys. Uh, Trump is oh, pumping his, his navel cavity. I don't remember what we said now. Yes, abdomen. Okay? No! <laughs> what? <laughs> Jesus Christ! These are your champions! These are your champions! Tell me you guys know what it is. Tell me know what it is. What is it? It's stomach pumping. Jesus. Stomach pumping. Oh. Stomach pumping. Stomach pumping. Inside of Plumber's Crack. You had all three. Yeah, you did. And one point had all three. <laughs> then that means we win. No, 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 this game's kind of difficult to understand from the get-go. Or if you take a few cards, you can kind of put one together yourself. Might as well. It's a show. Yeah, here. Here, I'm going to give these to you. Matter in a fucking wet hand. They got you, bud. Here. I'm going to give these to you. I didn't look at it. You wanna do, you're going to do it this time. So just pick one of each color. Whichever one your favorite. Craig's like a dad at a little league game and his kid's getting his ass kicked. Damn it, kid! Come on! Get up! I'm leaving your mother. Pick one of each color that you find to be the funniest statement. Wait, oh, did I? So it's not blind? I get to actually look at them? Yeah, just for the sake of posterity here. It's a show. You know, we're not like at a party. We're doing a show, so might as well try to make it. All right, oh. Everything on TV is oh, fake. That's what she said. I don't know what girls say. Not me. Still figuring out what girls say? I know what girls like. I know what they want. I know what girls like. I know what they want. I know what Oh my god. This is the worst acid trip I've ever Okay, 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 okay. This is gonna be this one and this one and uh You'll be able to put it together in like a sentence. 
Yeah. Got it. Okay. okay, and you'll flip that timer when you're ready to go. I don't know why I did this. All right, we're up one nothing. Let's go. All right. Um, ducking down. Uh, peeping. People looking through glory hole. Looking through. <laughs> putting a, a knife in your pocket. You're grabbing. You're saying, "Hey, what's up, man? A little guy. Little little person. Little person. Ring finger. Ring. The Lord of the Rings. Ring. Hobbit. Little Hobbit. Got that one. Next. Hobbit. A Hobbit sitting smoking. Okay, okay. He's drawing. He's drawing right, something. Right, right. He's, he's, he's coloring. coloring. Oh, he's grabbing a loaf of bread and he's icing a cake. He's grabbing somebody else. He's putting something. He's got something. What is he's it? Signing something. Oh, little paint dots. Little intricate paintings on glass. Little, little. Tattooing. A hobbit tattooing? Hobbit tattooing. Don't you, don't you fucking dare. So your butthole. Your diarrhea. Diarrhea. The brown hemorrhoid. Hemorrhoid. A hobbit tattooing a hemorrhoid. <laughs> That's my thing. That's my thing. That's right there. What? Oh, that was crazy. That is so let down. What? We're fucking y'all up. Look at that time. Look at that time. Look at that time. Wow. This team better get it together, folks. Can you believe that? Do you believe in miracles? I'll go. I'm going to get my right, out of the way. Okay, here we go. This is a game changer here. Because if you guys don't get this one, you're mathematically eliminated. That's that's fair. Fair. But we'll just keep going because... No, it's already late. i got to get up early tomorrow. Yeah, we got a show. Tuesday through Friday. Dang. Monday mornings. Come on, Snuffy baby. Let's do what you got there, baby. What's up? What's the text line saying? Rodenfuhrer. Show me those cards. That was ultra fast. This oh, is yeah. insane. Good these are job, so. Man. Yeah, that was ninja fast. Right <laughs> or the king. Some of these are absolutely. Uh, right? I'm like, no. I'm like, why would I do that what? to myself? But then you find yourself. This is so difficult. I don't like, believe you. Do they said they, they don't believe Brennan. Where are the cards? They don't. But why wouldn't you believe? Oh, me? I didn't show the cards, did I? Oh no, <laughs> he didn't. Good call. Oh, of shit. course you would say that. That's your wife saying that on a text line. <laughs> hey, that's a good call on their part. Shows their wife. Great call, honey. I love you, honey. Good, good comment, honey. Man, I mixed them all in. That's part. Oh! You mixed them all in. This could be a controversial year right here. I know. We're going to have to recount the votes. Well, shit. Oh, did I? Oh. oh, they just came in. <laughs> here we go. All right. Are we ready? Let's, okay. let's do a recount. Uh, I think I've had right one of these before. It doesn't matter. Are we ready? Are we doing this? We're Are you guys ready? You, you pumped? Are you ready? You got ready right? to go? Sorry. All right. N nurse, uh, uh, baby, uh, old person. Uh, nursing, K nursing, baby, cradle, carrying a baby, uh, rocking, old, old time, cradle the grave, old time, old cradling, uh, old time, uh, all right, come on, not looking good, walking, old, uh, hobbled, uh, hobbled, uh, hobbled. crippled. Uh, cradling, cradle baby, basket, basket at, bassinet. Uh, rocking, what is okay. that? Rocking, rocking chair. An old rocker. Walking, a person. An old person. No. An old person. No! no. A horny old person. Uh, <laughs> a horny, <laughs> a nipple, <laughs> a horny. 
A no nipple. nipple. I don't know. I'm burning my nipples. <laughs> I'm burning my nipples. <laughs> We're watching an explosion happen at the rate of a power. Oh, okay. So Quit thinking so fucking hard. Okay, here we go. Rocking, nursing. Rocking. <laughs> fucking. Old walking, old walking. <laughs> Damn it! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Rock cradling! And then old person cradling, old person walking. Oh, can I give him this, this one? <laughs> <laughs> Mother of fucking God! Think about your family. Think about yeah. families. Oh, yeah, baby. baby. And then, okay, yeah. Time goes by. Grandpa. Grandma. Grandma. Yes! Grandma. Grandma. Okay, here we go. Grandma. Hurry up, we got time's cooking here. Grandma, grandma? rubbing She's nipples. <laughs> grandma <laughs> rubbing nipples. She's Grandma. Grandma washing. Grandma washing. Grandma licking. Grandma. Yeah, but that's because. Grandma's wet. Grandma's in heat. Grandma's in heat. She's ovulating. Grandma's ovulating. Lactating. Grandma is ovulating. Grandma's open. She's fucking. Grandma's hot. Grandma's turned on. She's sexy. It's a sexy fucking grandmother. I don't know. Oh my god. My god. And she's anally bleeding out of matters. Oh my I was like a, a mother. Well, last one's worth two that. points. Oh, a, okay. a mother growing old and becoming a grandmother. Wow! And she's I was not getting that. that. The, well, I got. No, I got you are definitely into evolutionary that. biology. When you took me through <laughs> yeah. from life to death, <laughs> everyone, everyone to say grandma. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, I know. Say, but everyone is thinking so hard. Like, like, you. Oh, you're a horny masturbating. Yeah, so Old lady, man. Like We're getting our asses you know I mean? whooped. Yeah, uh, you just gotta have one of each color. I never fucking claim to be good at this. Well, yeah, you proved it. <laughs> I'll tell you, <laughs> you proved it. if my life depended on it, I would have never felt so hopeless. Oh man, that's tough. It's tough watching you guys, for real. It's just kind of even from the Painful. corner. Painful. It, it's actually one of the greatest joys of my life. Everybody on the text line is saying was saying grandma. No, no, they were saying that right as they got it when okay. I was watching it. So they did say it before. I don't know what Mike's grandmothers do. You guys are gonna, you guys are gonna strike out here. That's Mike's all they're taking off for, and then we got a sudden death between me and you. Fine, fine, oh my God. We're gonna wrap this up in a second. All right. I can't this do an impression great. of just a very vague person like Grandma, post off. I can't do these. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Let's go. Act it out. Let's go. Oh my God, this is Act it out. Here we go. You Get on this camera. One of each color. You can't make a phrase out of those. Oh my God, they're insane. Do I this? It's acts of insanity. No. <laughs> yeah, it's acts of insanity. How dare you? I need to focus right now. Anyway, no one sees. I think. Yep. All right, Jason. Here we go. Take us on a journey, bud. <laughs> I want to see a Daniel Day-Lewis performance here. Yeah, right, that's it. Yeah, you got to come up a little closer, though. I'll see it. A uh, guy getting naked. Uh, <laughs> old horny man getting naked. Uh... <laughs> All right, here we go. Oh, he's switching out. He's switching one out there at the end. You got to have one of each color. Are you understanding what's the process? You got to have a white, a green, and a black. Are you... Call are you <coughs> 
Do you have a black one? Yeah. Okay, there we go. Do they have to be in any order? You, you make them the order you want them to be. That makes sense. Okay, ready? Yeah. All right, then flip that when you're ready to go. Okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen, play at home. Let's see. Stiff. Oh. Rising. Uh, uh, getting up in the morning. Uh, Coffin. Frankenstein. Yeah. Uh, vampire. Uh, 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 Dracula. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, <laughs> Inflatable. Uh, blow up down. What in the fuck? I gave you a timeline of a That's uh, my cereal, uh, bitch. That's my cereal. Go silly. Go silly. Can't talk. Oh, oh you can't that is Steve. You can't talk. You can't talk. You can't talk. You can't talk. No. Oh, no. Oh, shit. Uh, Richard Simmons. Richard Simmons. No way. How the hell do you do that? Uh, a lisp. A person with a lisp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, you. Uh, <laughs> uh, and so, so, what was the first one? What was the first one? I'm telling you. Okay, a blow up doll with a lisp. Oh no, we're back in this. The first one's right. We're a blow up doll. All right. What's the last one? What's the last one? A blow up doll. Oh, there we go. What do you say? No. <laughs> finger in your asshole. Finger, finger, play with your balls. Play with your balls. Play with your nutsack. Jerk it off. Itching, itching your balls. Itching, itching, scratching. Oh my god, orgasming. Oh no, that's a click. Oh, getting an erection, tickling, tickling your nuts, tickling your balls, tickling your ball sack, tickling the shaft, tickling the shaft, the underside of your shaft, tickling the underside of your shaft. A blow-up doll. Oh, okay, that's your shaft. And the underside of your dick. Tickling. Oh, you're done. Tank. Tank. You're done in this town. Okay, so check this out. We're about to come back, brother. A blow-up doll. Dick tickling. Dick tickling. Make sure you show the camera. A lisping cheerleader. cheerleader. Oh, Oh, shit. Uh Ghost. Silly! Yes. <laughs> Man, we thought something was What cheerleader has ever said? Go silly! That's our next shirt. That's our next shirt. Go, go silly. Okay. Alright, Chris. We got it. Okay, you guys gotta tie it up here. This is huge. Hey, this where, is where do I pick on the box? You, get, you can take your kind of out of my clues now. Oh, Grab man. a black and white <laughs> and green. That, that, that was great. Well, that was perfect. I can't that. believe you got that. perfect. There's no way anybody's still on board for this, are they? Here we go. How do you do it? Well, we got the most viewers we've had all night. Everybody loves Go Silly, and they're laughing. They said tickling the shaft, tickling the clit. Erection! Someone yelled, it's an erection, you moron! I thought uh, prostate exam was uh, my, first, my first guess. All right, Mike. All right, Mike. Bring us home. Let's bring us home, Mike, good boy. All right, Let's we got Mike This is where we tie it up, boys. I don't think so. Oh, I know so. I don't think. Have so. you ever seen Mike give clues? Yeah, he's good. He's yeah, the we're best. about ready to he's fucking take it down. I'll say he's he's we're the Jack the Clark zone, kid. Here we go. All right, y'all ready? This yep. is tense. Yeah. <laughs> Beard. Beard. Uh, chin. Neck. What is that? Hair. Harry. 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 Face. Harry. Oh wow. Harry, Harry ass. ass. Hairy asshole. Harry. Harry. Harry ass cheeks. Harry butt. Harry. 
Harry butt cheek. You already said it. You already Harry said ass. Butt. Whoa, whoa. Harry ass. Harry ass. <laughs> Harry ass cheek. Harry. Harry. <laughs> Harry ass. Crack. Five. Harry ass counting. <laughs> Harry multiple asses, so hairy asses. Okay. Harry asses. Okay. I would have given you that. Hug, snuggling, uh, cuddling, hairy asses, uh, uh, spooning. Harry asses, Harry spooning. spooning. Harry asses, spooning. Skipping. A river dancer. Uh, no. Rain dance, uh, Native square American. dancing. So you give me a square uh, dancing, <laughs> a cowboy square dance. Oh, what Put the it fuck? All together. Okay, uh, hairy asses. What was the one? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> hairy asses. Hairy spooning <laughs> square dancers. Square dancers. Hairy asses spooning square dancers. Yep. Square dancing. Square dancers. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Wow. Do we win or not? Boo. <laughs> they tied it up. All right. All right, we're going to have to now the time. Look at all that time. Gone. It's sudden death. Now the pressure is sudden, sudden death. death. Yeah. So, so if we get it first, we win. Get the fuck on somewhere. Okay, you guys, you guys ready for this? This is big time. I am actually going to start a clock, too, with the timer, because we're just going to go on by the time you get it. Okay, the timer is out. This is just how quick you get it, because that'll be the deciding factor. Oh, this it's not could, sudden This death. could be fucking rich. So here's the timer. <clears throat> Do I put it up somewhere so they can? Sure. I can't look away from the train wreck, but that's what makes it great. That's what somebody said on the text line. Because we're going to have to grab from those cards. Oh, we'll be good enough. I'll make it good. I'll make it good. All right, guys. Get your – pull your heads up, okay? Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready. We've been, we've been getting better all night. I feel like you guys shit the bed pretty hard last turn. That was, <laughs> was embarrassing yeah. for right. everyone I involved. I you guys abdomen, abdomen, pumping abdomens, yes. pumping, well, I know. pumping. I was like, I was like, pumping. Fuck. This, it, this will be the greatest three-card pull in the history of this game. Well, bring it then, Chief. You guys ready? Start yep. the timer. Yeah, come over this way. We gotta see you guessing. Yeah. You guys better put your thinking caps on for this one. This yeah. one gets a little Let's deep. Alright, you guys ready? I'm gonna hit the timer now. And begin. Coke, I'll snort a coke. Yeah. Alpha Ooh, drug use. Mm. Uh, drug, <laughs> drug <Alpha> use. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <coughs> Fucking Bronco, donkey, jackass, uh, drugs, drug mule, uh, drug pack mule, drug mule, drug mule, okay, uh, wiping ass, drug mule, uh, Steve Elgin, <laughs> drug mule, drug mule, what, wiping, <laughs> Wiping. wiping, drug mule wiping no, shit, no wiping shit, that. wiping stuff, wiping off, drug mule wiping, wiping, 
drug meal wiping. Your whole world is crumb. You're out of time, bro. You're up. I don't want to look at it anymore. <laughs> what was it? <laughs> All right. Hey. This time. Come on. No, it's not. We're doing that. Oh, no, that's right. Hey, hey. It's all out. Smear. <laughs> Drug meal, smear. Wait, wait, hold on. I got to catch up. Drug meal, where are we at now? Stop. I have to start over. From the beginning. Drug mule. Pap smear. Yes! <laughs> yeah. Sumo? Drug meal. Pap smear. Sumo diaper. <laughs> freaking. This guy's gonna need an ambulance if you guys. Drug mule. Pass smear. One word. Wait. <laughs> a. A drug mule. Smearing. No, pass smearing. smearing. Uh. Sumo. Diaper. Yes! Time! <laughs> 1246. 1246. Out of 15, I guess? Did it start at 15? I need a <laughs> I was counting down from 15, I suppose. What was that? was crazy. Was it was just counting down. Was it it's counting down? Yeah, it was counting down. So 1242, so. Oh, yeah. Two minutes and. Two minutes and 18 seconds? No way. No way. Probably from 20 minutes. All right, 12.42. So you can just reset it, and we'll, it'll be, it's all on the same clock. Oh, yeah. Just okay. 12.42. <laughs> yeah, it was at 15 minutes. It was 15 uh, minutes. Okay. Right. So what was it? 12.42. You guys got to beat 12.42. Yes. Okay. All right. Mm, guys. Come on, this get with it. me this now. Get with this me for the love of Pete. Get with me. The you thing is, you just want to relax and don't overthink. Let's find out real quick. Silly ass cheerleader. Silly ass cheerleader. Yeah, you can't get over it. Fucking silly ass cheerleader. Yeah, you can't get over it. Fucking silly ass cheerleader. Mike, quit trying to look at him. I see Mike trying to look down over his beard. You're freaking me out a little bit, Mike. I'm not going to lie. God, I got to piss, man. They don't need you for this. No. They don't need you for this. Bad game time. This is sudden death. I'm going to go on anywhere, dude. We're counting down to 15. Okay, fine. Who does that? Are you ready? Uh, Three. You ready? <coughs> Three, Don't two, just one, go. Tits. Big tits. Which one? Big tits or tits? Or big, big, big tits. tits. Dancing, poking. Pokey tits. Yeah. No, you're not. <laughs> big, big tits. <laughs> but farting, popping, poking. What is Duck. that? Duck. What do you call that? Oh, fuck. Uh, when you <laughs> pop the cork, uh, damn it! Plugging. A cork. Cork plugging. Corking. Plugging. 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 Stabbing. Okay, plugging. Butt. Butt plugging. Butt plugging. A butt. Big tits. Big tits. Butt plugging. Big tits. Butt plugging. A tourniquet. Junkie. A heroin oh. junkie. A vein. Injection. Overdosing. Needle. Remember it. Needle. Big tits, big butt, tits plugging, butt plugging a needle. a needle with 
Oh, falling asleep. Heroin. Overdosing. <laughs> Overdosing. Wait, 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 Drug overdose, heroin. Here we go. Drug overdose. Okay. Drug. Big. Oh, okay. Drug. Oh, no. Here we needle. go. Drug needle. Drug needle. Big tits. Tits, butt plucking a drug needle. Thank you. Yes. Time. Time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 12, 13, won. 12. You guys won. 13. Oh. We'll take it. We'll take it. 13, yeah. 13, 13, 13 oh, six. Oh, we still beat it. Mm. Hell yeah. Good game, dude. Good job, boys. Good game. Good game. Good game. I forgot we were live and everything. Good game. Good game. All right. You want to grab your guitar and tell them about some movies and get this thing over with? Yeah, I'll grab my guitar. Holy fuck. Yeah, I lost it. No, 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 no. I don't know where the Man, we fucking put it on. Remember that? You remember no, that time that we fucking put it on? No, I don't. We like movies. So do you. We like internet. So do you. Streaming picks up the week. And Netflix is for streaming picks up the week. And Hulu, Amazon, Prime. Streaming picks up the week. We like the internet too. Steve-O? What uh, a radical show tonight. What's that? Buddy, I am thankful for that experience. Let me just tell you. We're standing. We're doing this. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I watched that and it was awesome. First time I've ever seen it. <laughs> what is the deal, bud? <laughs> Straight to the Adam's apple. Oh, you want to do that? We're going to do this right here. Tell me about MacGruber, brother. Tell me about MacGruber. I didn't know we were going to have to do this tonight. You want Seth? He's chopping at the bit. Look at him. These guys don't even know what they're doing to each other. It's a wheel kick, bro. We won't do this tonight. MacGruber? <laughs> Tell me about it. Break it down. Give me a synopsis and a drink. It's uh, what it is. It's kind of like MacGyver. Except a spoof on it, kind of. Kristen Wiig's in it. <laughs> I'm having a good time. <laughs> it's a good movie. And if you have friends, watch it with them. If you don't, then you know. It's so good. Call me up. <laughs> what you watching? <laughs> oh, uh, Hangar One. You know what Hangar One is, bud? Did no. you talk about this a few weeks ago? Uh, no. Okay, Hangar One is a series on Netflix that opened up the MUFON files. And it's all of these 
extraterrestrial Man. UFO files from the U.S. government going back to we should have been doing this you idiot <laughs> it's cool man have you seen hangar one hangar one on ready hangar one it's just called hangar one but ready hangar one with Bob vr all right that's what it's called don't don't do that i can only come as far as this fucking place is, phone, bud. Okay. this is all like a fucking as far as i can come bud <laughs> keep my mouth over here by the microphone uh you're lucky they cover all of these different isolated incidents throughout the U.S., and then they go over into Europe, into Nazi Germany, and into Soviet Russia, and all these different alien occurrences that were taking place. Nixon meets with the premier, uh, and they end up coming together to share if UFOs enter each other's airspace. Apparently, Nixon took Jackie Gleason into some facility south of South Beach. To the moon. That no, Jack. He showed him. He showed him aliens. Nixon did. No doubt. I believe it. You are scaring the life out of me tonight, <laughs> Mikey. What are you watching? Uh, actually, uh, so I we started. What'd well, you start, we started, man? Uh, disenchantment. Yeah, it's a disenchantment. Oh, hand me that. Yeah, a little cartoon. Hand me that. Throw me a little that. Little adult cartoon on Netflix. Um. <laughs> Well, yeah, I haven't really been doing much. I've been kind of staying in the garage and, you know, cooking more. Cooking really? is what are you cooking, bud? What you cooking, uh, buddy, bud? We, we should do a segment cooking soup. with Mike. Yeah. There's a Greek lemon soup. Apparently, if you let the rice sit in the what? water for 15 minutes prior yeah, I heard to Greek cooking, lemon soup. it has some kind of even distribution and... It changed the world last night. I was like, holy it shit. It Greek lemon soup. Greek lemon soup. spinach, rice. I believe you. Greek lemon soup changed the world last night, ladies and gentlemen. It the next was show. amazing. I loved it. Okay. Go I'm in. I want to try it. silly. I got to tell you, it at least has me. Uh, <laughs> that shit was great. <laughs> go <laughs> silly. Oh, Jason, where did you go? <laughs> That was. I feel bad if you're not in here and I'm doing it, but I'm gonna do that for the rest of my life on the show every day. Cowabunga is now new. The new we're gonna do go silly now. Oh, it sounds delicious. They said uh, Greek lemon soup is, is fire, 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 fire. It's that fire, flame, fire. doll. Steve, you're such an ass. I'm not gonna read that comment. <laughs> try, try, try. Ooh, squirt. Ooh, squirt. Alan's uh. Alan's broke down the night. Brennan, you watching anything? Uh yeah. What do we need to be what do we need to be streaming? Uh stream the new Animaniacs and the Pinky and the Brain. Okay. Uh, I'm into it. It's silly as fuck. I didn't realize <laughs> like I didn't realize that what I was watching was all of this like hyper political, super like in the, the like uh moment. Like topical. in the moment, topical yeah. shit. Whenever I was a kid now looking back at it you know they re-released him and i mean they know what audience they know they're talking to me sure and they even break the you know the the what do they call the the fourth wall fourth wall yeah all like they always do but then they're, they're just like no we know we're talking to you like we know you watched this and you didn't even realize that this was what was going on and now you get to enjoy this shit oh and that's so, cool yeah and so they know it and they're like writing it into the show so me and my kid are sitting there and we're just laughing our ass off together because he, uh, you know, he gets his own layer of comedy. I get my no own doubt. comedy, and it's it was the funniest show going when I was a kid, man. Yeah. I loved animation. Tiny Toons, yeah, you know, Tiny Toons is great. P 
Pinky in the Brain tries to like keep up with Animaniacs still, yeah. and it's still good. Like, it's well, there's a spinoff from it, right? Like yeah, it used yeah. to be just a little. Spin-off. I like Pinky in the Brain. Yeah, it's still funny. Yeah. But the like Animaniacs the old, is killing it. I was really? laughing my ass off. I gotta get on this. Especially something you can watch with your family. Hulu. I'll check it out. I think what would be awesome is being a. I've never watched. Animaniacs since I was introduced to the world of cannabis, so maybe getting blunted and watching some Animaniacs imagine might be watching, kind of fun. Imagine watching... Uh, I have watched Ren and Stimpy. I went back and watched Perseus that. Imagine watching being held by a giant Trump, uh, a Trump-tropic Cyclops <laughs> being massaged underneath a sweaty singular nipple back and forth. Let me <laughs> get down. Let me go! <laughs> I give up! I could get down with that. Steve's soul. It was like, I was just like, oh, man, y'all. It's like, it's so abstract and weird as fuck. And at the same time, you know, like your 11-year-old will be sitting there, you know. And Stitch is laughing at the animation. Yeah. But it's not quite like Ren and Stimpy, uh, that level of grotesque. Yeah. But That was next level shit. That was weird. Yeah. (laughs) Especially the first two seasons, because after that, the the guy who created it, he he got caught fucking around some teenage girls. Yeah, he was a crazy. So Nickelodeon kept the show. (laughs) (laughs) They they kicked it. What? They kicked his ass. Uh, Nickelodeon like fired him, but kept the show. That's why it kind of got like it adjusted a little. bit. Yeah, a little bit. They they tried to like replicate that. Like it's weird. Yeah, modern life is the shit. It's like oh, like, it's got all. Remember like, all the booties? Sex like, jokes. So much booty. Like they were yeah. just like the booty. Like would be extra yeah, animated. Ro- Ro- <laughs> Rocco was an ass man. <laughs> 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 I'm telling you. They always did have those big butts. Like even half. Yeah. I like that turtle. That's the, <laughs> the, the turtle fucking turtle. Wait, the turtle was funny in the movie Jerky Boys, though. That's the same guy. I'll tell you, it was a real Do you remember that? Because my wife, the guy who decided to end the series. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I like that show. I just, I just wanted to say that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Seth, what are you watching, bud? Uh, a bunch okay. of stuff. I was, you know, locked up for a while, and I got some watchings done. All right, so I watched Holidays. It's like a uh, horror anthology, a bunch of short films that are all, like, Really gory, crazy imagery. Each one is uh, about a different holiday, or cool, like Mike. takes place. Mike already went. Oh, yeah, he already went. went. It, it takes place on a different hol- holiday. And here's the thing: Kevin Smith actually directed it. For real? I, I know he. I don't you know. You watched if he dro- a Kevin Smith, oh, and I'm not saying hats oh, off to Kevin shit. Smith. This was great. Good job, yeah. Kev. I'm not a Kevin Smith fan. Yeah. I think he's. But. This is really good. So credit where it's rude. How long is this fucking applause trend? <laughs> These people are rude. Okay, I also. Steve, this one's for you. you. Them rude. <laughs> I don't need these fucking people. I don't. They need me. I don't need them. <laughs> All right, dude. So I also watched uh, Epically Latered. Uh, it's a skateboarding docuseries. <laughs> I'm just going to keep rolling through. But no, this particular episode was about Spike Jones. If you don't know Spike Jones, the filmmaker, he's all. He, 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 <laughs> Yeah, I know. He's won all kinds of awards. You know, he was uh, where the wild things are. You know, he did all that. He was a skater back in the day. And that's how he got into filming. Because he used to film all of his friends. Like, he got fascinated with filming all of his skateboarding friends and stuff. So he actually made a skateboarding video. And one of the skater dudes saw Sonic Youth getting on a tour bus. They run up. They hand him this VHS. Like, we made a skateboarding video. Want to watch it? And. Just waiting for you, dude. (laughs) (laughs) 
So Sonic Youth takes this VHS like sure whatever, and then later on, like Spike Jones gets home one day. He's a teenager. His mom's like, somebody named Kim Gordon called. Kim Gordon's the bass player for Sonic Youth. He's Damn. like, are you fucking kidding me? Holy so he shit. gets the call. He returns it, and they're like, did you make this? They're like they find, they like track him down. Like, did you make that skateboarding video you gave us? And he's like, yeah. He goes, do you want to make our music video? And he's like. I don't yeah. actually know what I'm doing, but that's what he's singing. But he goes, yes. So he had to just show up and just like guess his way through directing a music video and killed it. And then he went on to do Fat Boys, yeah. Weezer, Buddy Holly, Uh, it's the Spike Jones episode of Epically Latered. Epically so, Latered, what service? I, I watched on Sling got. On Demand. Sling On Demand? I think demand. it was On Demand What's or up? Money something circles. like that. Uh, and then on Netflix, <laughs> Steve, <laughs> seasons one and two of Eat Master. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. Seasons one. So there you go. You can get you can get in on that. And, you, know, you watched that, Eat. I did. Yep. You both gave me shit for watching it. I, I, no, I, I liked it. I, I liked Ink like Ma- Master a lot. I that like to see like how people come on and like come up with these whack ass ideas and they had to draw it up. I always like to see like what they would do with their their concepts right, yeah. of what people yeah. dream up I in don't, their brains uh, are sometimes they're really great. Sometimes there's something. I could do without sometimes all like the all reality like, show bickering. I think that's it. Right on. Well, guys, uh, it's been fun. I feel like uh uh, I feel like Rick Ankiel in the NLDS, to be honest with you. Right yeah. now. I feel like I've thrown a bunch of balls in the backstop. Rick Ankylosaurus. Uh, <laughs> Your career's over after I, that? I'm done. I got I the yips. I'll come back. I'm going to be back in a couple years, and I'm going to have a whole new game. No. Can't get back on this game. From- <laughs> oh, timer's up. Stop. End the show. Guys, <laughs> we are sponsored by some of the best people I know. Right, Adam One Mundrin. The best people we know, and if you don't sponsor your show, you're probably a terrible person. <laughs> it works every sixty uh, percent of the time. Works every time. Uh, Adam Bundren likes to talk to people in the middle of the night. Some call it a kink. Other people call it a passion. I don't see why we have to distinguish between the two. The bottom line is he wants to talk to you about real estate in the wee hours of the night because they're famously open 24 hours I call them at 2.24, Oh my gosh. 2.37, 2.42, Did he tell you those sweet, sing you that sweet, uh, yeah, I, call him, I call him all night <laughs> That long. sweet bungalow song <laughs> that he sings. He's like, man, hey, buddy, you want to you wanna talk about that nice little home in the Central Corridor you've always been wanting? And I say, yeah, bud. Finish me. <laughs> anyway, that's what you get with that abundant uh, property group. Um, you got someone that just wants to talk to you about real estate that, in, in a way that, that hits you um, to your core. Uh, Adam McChesney from Ms. Marketing, what he does is he takes people from all over the globe and he puts them in front of the, they, you got something that they want. Right, you got something they want. They're just not seeing it. He's going to defeat the algorithms and social media, and he's going to put your product or organization in front of the people that you want to be in front of. That's it's what he does. Right he just here. brings people together. Here, 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 here to here. the breadbasket, and then just here. funnel it down. That's what he's doing, funneling it down into your little sales funnel. Denison Collard, native hemp extract. It's my favorite. It's my favorite total cannabinoid hemp product on the planet. It makes me feel better. My it cognitive is. function is through the roof. And tonight, you know what? 
I didn't take it to start the show. Oh, I could tell. I didn't. You could tell, couldn't did you? Because you, did you, you like it was, bud, bud. What's this? I, everyone got that. That was on them. Come they on, bud. The CBD. Yeah. They, they needed, needed the CBD. CBD. Yeah. If they would have had CBD, we wouldn't even had to go through that whole charade where we came back from two nothing and then one. We wouldn't have even had to do that. That was one guys. of the greatest comebacks of all time. Of all time. Yes. It'll go down. Um, you know. Fine. Yeah. I'm still down. happy with my clues. I thought they were fine. No, yours were terrible. <laughs> no, your clues were pretty rough, bud. Yeah, your guy. I mean, they weren't as bad as just yelling they were, silly. They were pretty hard. Hey, listen. Yeah. I don't think you guys won. I don't think you won. Go silly, however. Go silly. Woo! Jason, we're making shirts, buddy. Go silly. Oh, go shit. I'm designing this fucking thing tomorrow. dog. What else is the cheerleader going to say? Go silly. There's a high school game I haven't been to where they didn't say go silly. Uh, I'll tell you who goes silly. No, the the owner and proprietor of Sweet Leaf Emporium in Festus and Farmington, which is where the palatial mycelial media studios are. This is the Church of Unconditional Love and Transcendence, uh, Colt for short. He'll punch uh, you straight in the face when you get here, too. He will, yeah. He'll just sock you right in a kisser. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a part of his marketing plan. It's a part of his... his it's, uh, a, it's trauma bonding. It's you know? who he is. Uh, <laughs> it's who he is as a person. That's what he likes to do. Come in, buy a pipe, get wrapped on the head with it. <laughs> that's, that's you come like. in, he's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? You, what? You want to buy something, bud? You trying to buy something, pal? Well, come into Sweet Leaf Emporium. Actually, he's just going to bring you into a gentle embrace. Man. I felt like we were really doing something. I thought we were doing something. Jason will give you a hug. That's all I was trying to ask you. He'll come in here. Uh, Hoosiers get a discount if they come in here and buy a glass piece uh, any day of the week. (laughs) Jason doesn't even know. I'm just discounting his stuff. Hoosiers get a discount if you come out here. If you drive, they get 420 percent off. (laughs) No, they don't. They don't. That's a that's a fake number. (laughs) (laughs) That's a fake number that was just made up. They owe you. They don't get that. No, they don't get we'll that. give you approximately four times the price of the object when you come in here and pick it up. James Carlton uh, is honestly my favorite person to do business with. My favorite murderer. Uh, my, he's easily my favorite murderer. And that's, I mean, that's a really prestigious list. Uh, but uh, totally, that I look up to, sure. Um, James Carlton, honestly, though, uh, he helps out family members of mine, friends of mine. He saves people money. When his rates go up and he's not sure he can be competitive, he calls you. And he says, hey, bud, you might want to just jump over here. I'll, let me give you an agent who takes care of some people but he's for like, me whenever is, my rates go up. Yep. This is, that's full service. That's a guy you just want to keep doing business with because he's like, hey, I understand. You got bills to pay. You got a budget. I get it. Let's uh, cultivate this and come back together when we can. Or, hey, stay with me. I'll do the best True I can story. for you. <laughs> that's what we'll do. True story. <laughs> Um, James Carlton helped me out, saved me some money, called me up and said, hey, man, here's a couple ways to save some money, right? <laughs> so, hangs up the phone. He hangs up the phone with me. This is what happens. He goes, oh, man, that was a fucking rush, baby. So, he hops in his Jaguar. He's got a new Jaguar from Brand all the insurance money. Yeah. And he goes into it, and he's like, time for a fucking murder. <laughs> <laughs> 
goes down to the city, finds a drifter at the train station, right? And he's like, what are you taking a train for, bud? I'll tell you, I'll help you out. Where are you going, Chicago? Oh, bud, you didn't know the trains are awful around here. St. Louis is a dangerous city. You don't want to get hurt. Hop in the car. And he kind of flashes that, that yeah. beautiful smile he yeah. has. So the person's like, oh, okay, dude. I'm going to say, oh, yeah, man, sounds good. Is it cool if I smoke in here? He's like, yeah, dude, we do all the drugs. Gets out some GHP. This is all fictional. Okay. Please see the disclaimer at the beginning of the video. So then he gets in there. He's got him. He's drugged out in the back. And he's I did like, not know what I got myself into. This is man, amazing. This is almost as good as the rush from insurance. So he drags him out in the woods, okay? Now he's just slapping him around. Right, just getting his kinks off, right? And he's like, the guy wakes up, all right, this is, gets away this from is, him. Right? Now he's chasing derailed. him down. This guy's naked. Derailed. He's chasing him through the woods. Okay? This is deep. <laughs> Turns out, guy gets away. End of the story. Happy ending. Guy gets away. He, but listen, James is not gonna let the night end like that. Okay, so. What he can't kill in a human, he makes up for in small animals. <laughs> oh, good night, folks. What if I just stopped it there? Night, and we folks. just, what if I just went out uh, on that? Good night, well, folks. I, I, he's not going to let that night end like that. He's a ruthless murderer trying to get his final fix no. in the evening. James Carlton is the best insurance agent stop. I know. He helps this community in ways that are hard to quantify he's always giving back to the community we love him he's helped out a bunch of people we love that you joined don't us. don't tag him in this i feel bad for we, lo- <laughs> no we love you brennan and that. we love that you came out with us man uh, no, this was so much fun. somebody just I want people, on a periscope <laughs> i want people to he just on a periscope. somebody <laughs> just now james, james? No. no. Somebody's shit, on Periscope. We got a Periscope viewer now. Someone <laughs> very please make him stop. Wow. There, oh, man, you got a nice little comment thread there, bud. All right. Uh, I want to talk about uh, Brendan. I want to thank you for joining us. We're going to be back at this in like seven hours. Guys, tune in tomorrow morning. Uh, <laughs> Ideally. Cola Lounge. Check it out. It's where buds meet. That's right. St. Uh, Louis Cannabis Club. St. Louis Cannabis Club. I'm going to be there gifting the, y'all. I'm going to be gifting y'all some stash boxes. Do a little uh, open. Do a little unboxing on yeah, the uh, on people, the show. Let and people know what you think about it. I'll, I'll send you some here. Uh, we'll get them in. Well, I don't have to mail them to them. I'll hand deliver them. How about that? Gold plated. I'm into it. I'm into it. Little uh, little Tyson. Everybody's just that's all. Like that. Uh Thank you for coming, man. Uh, check out St. Louis Cannabis Club. There was a link posted to uh, check out the stash box. Uh, in all of the different channels and uh, we love you guys yeah we'll be at it for three more hours tomorrow I'm <laughs> that's passion we'll be uh, back at it Brennan you got anything to uh, say to these folks before we go uh, I don't except for I call this mycelial mayhem my, it's about what happened, especially with the acts of insanity. Yeah. You start they commun- got me all fired up. Start communicating on a little different level. Yeah. Uh, Steve, there is one last thing. No, 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 no. We, we nailed everything on the show. I don't think we forgot hmm. one thing. Did we forget the one thing? We, you guys remember the thing? Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Seth, that was you. Yeah, you remember the thing, Bob? Yeah. Uh-huh. You remember, remember the thing? Yeah, I remember the thing. I remember the thing now. Cowabunga. Cowabunga.